Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative radio is coming for you. To the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, Susan, what are we talking about this evening? Well, on Thursdays, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. Where are we on the war on terror? Then to Russia with love and the dumbass segment. If we get to it. That was the shortest segment information ever. Are you sure it's a whole show? It's a whole show. It doesn't look like you. It is a lot. You gave me an article about uh, terror, and there's a lot in it that has to be discussed. I think it's... Okay, we'll see. Some things are self-explanatory. Anyway, um, I do want to tell the folks that uh, it was wonderful on Monday to get nine inches of global warming. That's what we call snow. Nine inches. It just kept coming and coming and coming and coming. <laughs> yeah, but now it's all gone. <laughs> it had. It just had to come on the one day in two weeks you went down the mountain. <laughs> all right. Thursday. It's time for the pledge. Patriots, hands up a heart, face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, you know, it had to get nice. Now I don't feel good. (laughs) I know, it's so weird the the way your chronic illness works. (laughs) It's just so weird. Okay, where are we on the war on terror? Uh, in it? But this is from Breitbart.com by Pamela Geller. May 3rd was the first anniversary of the Islamic State's first attack in the homeland. Just a couple of short months later, in response to Chattanooga Jihadi, who slaughtered four Marines, one Navy officer said, 
The war has just begun. More to come. He was right. Yet one year after Jihadi's attack on our Mohammed art exhibit and cartoon contest in defense of free speech, the West is in full surrender mode. In the wake of the Garland Jihadi attacks, the world says, let the bullies silence you. Don't draw Mohammed. Comply with their other demands. Garland changed everything for my colleagues and me. Its personal toll has been enormous. It has affected our lives and our careers in innumerable ways, all of them negative. Our security costs are now astronomical. We cannot step outside without remembering that we are hunted, and at any time, jihadis could strike at us. You know, and you notice that our government that's supposed to protect us from this stuff are nowhere to be found. Well, you know, not even the local ones where she lives. What do you mean? Well, she's talking about where, you know, she can't even step out of her house without, you know, having security guards around her. She didn't say that. Yeah, she said security. Security needs. She didn't say guards. She never used the word guard. She never said she had a bodyguard. She carries her own gun, Susan. Well, I understand that, but then what? What's the, what are the security costs? Our security costs are well, now astronomical. Because there's every venue you go to, you need security. That's why. Well, now everywhere they go, they need security. So, Lord knows, maybe they got perfect. Maybe they hired a deep water or something. Again, our government that is doing everything it's not supposed to do and doesn't do what it's supposed to do to protect us from these terrorists. Well, there's no way to protect you from terrorists. That's why I said it's your responsibility to protect yourself. It's not the government's job. It's not, They have no constitutional authority. They do to keep these Muslims out of our country. That's the one thing they can do under the Migration Clause, where it says it can tell the states who they cannot bring into the United States. See, the states are still supposed to be control immigration law. Um, that's why everyone gets confused. Because when you don't follow the Constitution, it gets so confusing, doesn't it? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it, it, she, she's become pretty popular too. So I, I don't, I don't know what travel costs she's having, and plus, it's not just her; it's the whole, the whole team that was involved. Right. She hasn't slowed down, and she hasn't stopped. Uh, good for her. And then that's what we all need to do. We We're, just recently saw her on Newsbacks TV. She did a bang up job. Yeah, well, she's more experienced than the people on Newsmax TV. I know. <laughs> she really they're completely new at this stuff. <laughs> they got JD Hayworth to run the, the important the important one. I don't know why I've never really liked JD Hayworth that much. I he's much of a go along, get along kind of guy. Not, not really, not really, it doesn't really grasp the founding of the Constitution. Just doesn't, doesn't get it. Well, he might now that he's with Newsmax, but I don't think so, because he doesn't sound any different. It sounds just like his radio show. They even have callers. TV show with callers. That's what happens when you hire old AM talk radio guys. You get stupid ideas like that. <laughs> it's too much to talk about. Get presenting. Move. No callers. I'm not interested in what Joe Schmo says. I'm Joe Schmo. I want to. I want to hear the. I want to hear the experts. Uh, I'm sorry. It just you, you can't mix those two things together. It does. It really just doesn't work. But we have ditto cams. No, only only Rush has a ditto cam. Uh, 
Anyway, so this is this thing of Garlinette, what she's talking about is uh, they did that Muhammad context after they went nuts over a Muhammad cartoon, and then she, they said, well, we're going to hold a contest so you can make the the best Muhammad cartoon. And, and a couple of jihadis tried to kill him. Uh, luckily, security the security guards they had there killed him and killed them first. So that was a happy ending. Two less Muslims in the world to procreate or talk to anybody. Not to mention, cut off somebody's head. You'd be surprised how many of these things I've read lately. Like this this crazy Muslim running up to some guy and putting a, a knife to the throat, threatening to cut their throat. and uh, Cops somehow talked him down without cutting the guy's throat and uh, and, caught, and got the guy. But I, I guess he was just insane. Maybe he was one of EDP thinks he's a Muslim. Wow, that would be doubly horrible anyway um we went into the event with our eyes open we knew the risks but we knew the risks were greater for our children and our children's children if we allowed the freedom of speech to be destroyed by violent intimidation yet still see, that's why we have that's what a reason we have the second amendment it's right after the first because uh you need the second amendment to protect the first amendment get it well, it's just part of it. It's just a little fun thing I like to say. <clears throat> Yet still we are cast as the villains. And Iman told Sean Hannity that I should be executed. Non-Muslim media and political figures agreed with him that in standing for free speech, I had provoked the jihadis. You don't need to provoke them. Fox News host Martha McCallum pleaded with me to respect Islam. How the hell can you respect Islam? What Kool-Aid drinker are you? I'm so glad we didn't I see like that. I like the one flavor Kool-Aid you drink, boy. <laughs> I'm glad we don't watch Fox TV. Martha, I've never been a fan of Martha McCallum's anyway, but uh, yeah, they've gone over the deep end over at Fox News. It just, I, I, I tuned in for a little while and was just like, it's really, it's gotten worse. So Fox News, uh, McCallum, please, if we respect Islam, how can you respect evil and constrain myself? That's right. Don't you be good around evil. Bill O'Reilly said, I spurred the violence. Erin Burnett accused me of relishing being targeted for beheading. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, I, I like that. <laughs> that's that's rational. <laughs> I don't know who Erin Burnett is, but uh, <laughs> she she's not as funny as Carol. And she's a doofus. <laughs> Allison Camarota, uh, speaking of one. On the Communist News Network, battled with me, trying to bully me into adhering to Sharia law. What? Why in God's name would I do that? What? I said God, not Allah. Like Allah is not God. It's just, at best, it's a fallen angel. It's probably Lucifer. Who knows? Chris Cuomo was almost brought to tears. By the thought of drawing Mohammed, Juan Williams, he's back at Fox News Channel. Yep, he's he's a, on the five. He's such a wackadoo. He's on the five now. He's a lunatic. He he, he seems reasonable one minute, and then he's over the edge the next. Uh, he just he's just he's just all over the map because he's stupid. He doesn't know anything. Everything's just about how it makes him feel today. That's why he's all over the place. So Juan Williams and I had a knockdown drag out on Hannity. 
Geraldo Rivera compared me to Aryan Nation skinheads in the KKK and said, every time I see her on TV, I want to take a shower. Well, every time Whoa. we see you on TV, we feel the same way. <laughs> because uh, you are the biggest racist on television. And nothing upstairs. Just good thing you have hair because there's nothing else. Oh, wait, your mustache. You're right. You like to think you're Cuban, I guess. And he's old. He's an old guy. He, yeah, he's pretty old. I think he's the same age, around the same age as Michael Savage. No, he should be a little younger than that. He's probably about a decade older than us. In his 60s? Yeah. Doesn't matter how old he is. He well, certainly isn't getting any smarter. Well, that's what I'm that's why I brought that up. Because he didn't... He well, didn't. If, you, if you're not a liberal when you're young, you have no heart. And if you're not a conservative when you're old, you have no mind. Yeah, he didn't. Uh... Churchill said it after, I think it was Burke who said it first. I don't, who knows? Some people care about that stuff. I don't know. Winston Churchill made it popular. How's that? Uh, Carly Fiorina likened our free speech event to white supremacist marching. If I had heard that, I would never have even thought it about voting for her. Donald Trump said I was an obnoxious blowhard who was taunting Muslims comes from the guy who's going to ban Muslims from coming into the country for a while, temporarily. And that is what he said, temporarily. Uh, I was upset that he didn't say forever. But he said, temporarily, we get a handle on things. And I kind of figured that was code. We're never going to be able to get a handle on things. So, eh, no more muzzies. But already, no, certain muzzies, like, oh, the the, the, oh, the the newly elected mayor of London would, comes to mind as someone who's a... Who, uh, <laughs> um, he plays the part well, Donald, but it's a play. He's he's a Muslim. All Muslims are evil. That's it. It, do, it doesn't even matter if they know they're evil. They're doing evil, therefore they're evil. The list is long. The leftist networks, i.e. MSLSD, were unhinged. I could go on, but you get the picture. One year on, did, did, did hardball, softball guy there have tinglys going up his legs? Or was he just brought to tears by all of it? I don't know. He, he, I think he needs to get his hormones checked. He's he's too much like a woman lately. Yeah, so does Boehner. I know, but a <laughs> bunch of women are now pissed at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was an insult to women everywhere. Uh, <clears throat> uh, one year on Jihad in America is Raging, we were right. Gerard Perry wrote an excellent essay on the short-sightedness of the media lynch mob. But still people are afraid to have me speak. CPAC refused to allow me to host an event. Ironically, Donald Trump is suffering the same abuse I received from him for speaking candidly about jihad terror and Muslim immigration. And I have a rumor that he's backing down. And he better not back down on anything he said to make those uh, puppy puppies all happy up in D.C. Or he won't get elected to that. I'm telling you, he won't get elected if he changes the way everybody says they want him to change. If he does, his candidacy is over. Say, welcome to Hitlery. What have we learned since Garland? Nothing. But here is what we know and what the media does not deign to cover, as they are too consumed with destroying the GOP and its presidential candidates. The media sphere is devoid of actual news now. That's true. Authorities investigated whether the San Bernardino jihadist killers had been in touch with an alleged ISIS operative from Minnesota stand. 
just as one of the jihadis did before the Garland free speech shooting. The Muslim mastermind, I wouldn't call him a mastermind, mastermind he's too he's stupid enough to fall for that that islamic crap i mean how smart could he be they only get the the base doofus eye of uneducated can't read and write kind of people they love they, they just swarmed islam they also of course are the most violent of of people so the uh <laughs> mastermind jihadi attack was indeed tied to isis this represents an epic intel failure. That mastermind, it wasn't, it, wasn't, um, it wasn't even successful. Stop calling him a mastermind. He's an idiot. They, <laughs> they got killed. They didn't succeed. They died. Achieving nothing. They don't get their virgins. It's a shame because they were all going to be guys. Well, you assumed their position. I wish they'd stop calling it mastermind. Was convicted of conspiring to support ISIS in an Arizona trial. The FBI disclosed that a jihadi at our free speech event messaged multiple foreign Muslim fighters. These were devout, observant Muslims. A former roommate of the Garland jihadis said they regularly participated in Friday prayers at their mosque and wanted to blow up non-believers. See, well, they knew that. And that nobody called, see? The Muzzy didn't call the FBI, did they? They didn't say this till after he got caught and convicted, right? Right. Look, look, again, they're all evil, and they're all going to kill you if given the chance. Every single one of them. <clears throat> he also said that they regular went target shooting after Friday prayers. You know, I, I just, it wasn't a quote. That's how the person actually wrote the sentence. Well, that would be her. It's by no, it her. it wasn't a quote. Oh, oh, uh, well, yeah, that would be her then. She's writing well, the article. Well, that's true. I guess she is the article. She's, She's writing the article. I'll see. That's what happens if you trust your spell checker over people reading your stuff. You're going to get screwed. That's why they used to have editors. They have editors, but they don't edit anymore. Uh, see, it's a they regular because she didn't put the L-Y, but it didn't pick it up because regular is a word. So you can't can't rely on the spell checker and the grammar checker. He's supposed to be professional writers now. Come on. But the FBI is bound as a matter of policy to ignore things like that. The FBI failed to heed public warnings of jihadi plans to hit our free speech event. And wow, they had they had chatter and everything. It did nothing about it. I think they wanted them to get killed. Well, and that's what happened to me. Remember, I've, I've told this story before on this show. Remember, we, we were living next door, as a matter of fact, in Denver, to a Muslim family. And you noticed some unusual activity. That was not a, that was not a family. Well, it was a husband, wife, and kid. Uh, the last time I saw that kid was when they showed up. Only, only people I saw come and go were young, adult, male Muslims. And we called the FBI. I did. I and, called the FBI. And they had no furniture. Not a <laughs> stick of furniture. Now, that might you might say, okay, so maybe the furniture's catching up to them. So one day, I, I go outside. There's a, there's these two tractor trailers parked right up next to the parking lot. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is their furniture. Mm-hmm. Then they opened up the doors and drove the cars out of it. They were full of cars. I don't know why. 
There was two tractor trailer, not one stick of furniture, but all cars. Plus, there was funny smells coming from down there when they met, which, you know, chemical smells. Gee, what are they cooking down there? This uh, was right after 9-11. And so, yeah, so we called in about it, and uh, we called the sheriff. Sheriff said, call the FBI, or was it the other way around? No, it was the other way around. Call I called the, the FBI, FBI first. Yeah, they wouldn't even listen to us. They <laughs> called the sheriff. Sheriff would listen to us. Just a little on down the road, we heard that they busted a cell of Muslims in, right where we were in Denver, Colorado. Uh, that was a, that, that was like two years later. We were already in Montana when they, they got that Was cell. it two years later? <laughs> yeah. Yep. It seemed, <laughs> it, that was a blur. I was really we were, sick back then. We were like, you got to be kidding me. Then no one would listen to us. So this doesn't surprise me in That's the least. That's encouraging, isn't it? No one listened to They just completely blew us off. Completely. And it was... There couldn't have been a more obvious, out-of-place scenario for Muslims to be involved in that to make you go, what the hell? I mean, despite them putting, uh, flying the black flag and walking around in full battle dress, I mean, what else do you want from a from a bunch of dumb muzzies? Seems they're smarter than us because of politically correctness. We can't tell on them. We can't say anything about them because they were just... Islamophobic. I don't really give a rat's behind if they call me Islamophobic. I do not have an irrational fear. Anybody with a brain has fear of Islam. No, the Muslims themselves don't have any brains. That's why there is that's why they not afraid of Islam. But the FBI is bound not to pay attention to any stuff. More came out recently in the trial of the Boston Muslims who plotted to behead me last summer after ISIS put a fatwa on my head. Even while awaiting trial, these jihadis tried to organize beheadings from jail. You know, I haven't had a fatwa put on me in, in decades. <laughs> <laughs> and you have more exposure than you did. I, you know? And I speak my mind. And the same thing. You haven't been persecuted on Twitter like everybody's talking about they have been. Yeah, I can't get that. I don't get that either. I don't either. I constantly put hashtag Islam and then equals evil. That's hate speech, isn't it? I know. You know I do actually hate the so-called religion. Yes. I do. That's the only so-called religion I hate. Only one. I'm not fond of the Satan cult, but till now they pretty much shut up. Now that they're starting to talk again, I, I don't, I'm thinking that you want to convert people to worship Satan, I might start to have problems with your temples. Along with their mosques. I got an idea. Let's get rid of all of Satan's works. Let's get rid of the Satan, satanic cult and the Islamic cult all in one sweep. Out of the country. Sorry. And by the way, um, when they said freedom of religion in the First Amendment, they were talking about Christianity, i.e. one form or another of Christianity, whether it be Catholicism, Lutheranism, Baptism, Baptist, etc. Uh, that's what they're referring to. Not Islam. Since the beginning of our country, we've been at war with Islam. Look it up. Barbary pirates. War number one, and then war number two. No. No, it was a war. But they didn't declare war, Brian. Congress didn't declare war, and Jefferson sent the fleet anyway. Right, because he doesn't, they don't have to declare war. Again, if you declare war, there's all these international legal problems that arise. And so from the very beginning, what did the first Congress give Jefferson? 
ah, you thought these guys learned something new, made it up themselves. No, they just borrow everything. Uh, no, you authorize the use of force. That's what Congress did. Just like they, they've been doing now. Don't. People better stop messing with things they don't understand. You go declaring war. You put every nation on notice. You help that country. You're our enemy, and we will blow you up. Is that really what you want to be saying? How many countries do you want to get into a war with exactly? Oh, brilliant ones? All you libertarian party people out there that drank the Kool-Aid? Because, uh, again, no, nowhere does it say in Article 2 that the president is only commander-in-chief after Congress declares war. And there's a reason it doesn't say that, because that's not the case. They discussed it. They were going to give the power to Congress completely. And they said, no, we can't have... We can't have this many people bickering and, and uh, trying to come to an agreement over when and how and where to use our military. Something split-second decisions have to be made. And that can't be done by 100 people in Congress. They were clear in their intentions. And yet so-called libertarian, supposed to know the Constitution, seems not. If Ronald Paul would pull his head out of his backside and the rest of that so-called party would stop following him, uh, then, you know, we'd be a lot better off because you're screwing us over by teaching people the wrong things. And just because you like liberty, liberty is not for the world. It's not our job to provide liberty to the world. It's our job to pro provide liberty for our citizens, ourselves. That's where we need liberty, here, at home, not anywhere else. And we don't need open borders because there's nothing wrong with borders. There can't be a country without borders. Otherwise, why bother? If What's a country without borders? Yeah, that's a globalist situation. So now the Libertarian Party has turned into a new world global order. They just want libertarians instead of socialism? Well, that would be better, but it ain't going to ever happen. If you notice, you can't even win elections. Anyway, we're going to go to break. It's Young Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 
The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-862-0336. 800-862-0336. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. Okay, and welcome back. The Guabit Radio Show. Our have a one. So basically, they don't really care about what we say or do unless we're conservatives. Redstatetalkradio.com. Then they go after us. 
Don't forget to check out redstatetalkradio.com, where we're <laughs> rebroadcasted. Uh, I should try to get that in once an hour. Because <laughs> people come and go to shows. Yeah. So they didn't I'm care. terrible at advertising. I always have been. Self-promotion has never been my strong suit. So, again, they don't care about us unless, you know, they find out we're conservatives. Then they come after us. Um, no, they'll come after just about anybody. They're Muslims. I'm talking about the FBI. Oh, the FBI. Oh, oh conservatives, they got guns. They protect themselves. That's the way it should be anyway. And they did have private uh, guards there. That's what saved them. They didn't have, they never got to where the artists were in the, in the exterior. The guards took them out. It's great. <laughs> Everything should go so smoothly. See, privatized it, and look what happened. Yep. Police would have messed it all up. All right, so we're, we're, we're oh yeah, even while awaiting trial. These jihadis tried to organize beheadings from jail. Prosecutors revealed that an ISIS ebook helped inspire the attack on me. A well-known ISIS operative instructed American Muslims to kill me. An informant in the case on the jihad attack in Garland said there were 50 to 80 more Muslim terrorists out there ready to strike. And yet Time Magazine lamented that Muhammad cartoons make Muslims feel less safe. Muslims always say they feel less safe. Muslims aren't scared. They ain't worried about anything. They always win. The poor fuzzy muzzies. But they always make you feel sorry for them all while they're planning to cut your head off. Some of them probably even plan on eating you. And what's this new thing? They uh, ISIS has the the executioner. See, I don't watch all these this beheading stuff on on YouTube. I got enough blood and gore in my life when I was a ghetto medic. Uh, I have no interest. In it. I know what it, I know what decapitation looks like. Uh, I know what just about every kind of trauma looks like. But you know, this they get creative, like the the pilot they caught from Pakistan. They set him on fire. That was the executioner. I just saw a glimpse of it today because it's one of those annoying sites where the video plays automatically. Yeah, and he's, he did this like a stocking, sand-colored stocking, so you can't make out his face at all. And he lights the fire, and it goes in, and the guy's in a cage standing on a pallet, and up it goes, and up he goes, and I guess he was all doused with gas. And they love to put that on YouTube, and sadly enough, too many people enjoy watching it. No, it doesn't gross me out or bother me at all. I just don't feel the need for my brain to have any more image, images like that in my head. So the 50, 80 more of them were out there. The Garland Jihad was followed by a spat of ISIS-related attacks on American soil. Here's a list of the acts of jihad in the U.S. since Garland, Texas, Jihad Shri. Now, you tell me if you've heard of these. This is going to be good because... This even surprised her. It is it is only the U.S., mind you. The Muslim invasion of Europe and its attendant violence, brutality, and supremacism is not included. This is just in the USA since Garland, May 3rd, 2015. I was stunned assembling this list. Even me. And I have been covering jihadi activities 24-7, 365 for the past 13 years. 
I'm stunned that we are more cowed than ever. Stunned that my colleagues and I are still blacklisted, shunned, and demonized. Stunned that hate groups such as the SPLC and terror target groups like CARE and ISNA, International Socialist, no, uh, I don't know what ISNA is, are given the imprimatur of legitimacy by the media and academic elites, stunned in light of the rivers of blood. Since the Garland Jihadi plot, in Boston beheading the in the Boston beheading plot, charges include material support for the Islamic State. Feds arrested a fifth man in connection with a group in, of Brooklyn ISIS sympathizers who were charged with plotting to join the jihad group and attack the United States. A Virginia Muslim teen pleaded guilty to helping ISIS. Florida Muslims faced prison for a jihad mass murder bomb plot in New York City. A Rhode Island a road Islam Muslim. <laughs> How the heck did they do that? Uh, the Rhode Island Muslim was tied to the Boston beheading plot. I have no idea how they got Island Islam. In Kansas, a Muslim convert pleaded guilty in a WMD jihad suicide plot against the Wichita airport. He aimed at inflicting maximum guardage. In New Jersey, another Muslim was arrested for an ISIS plot, and his brothers were named as alleged conspirators. In Ohio, a Muslim declared that he was ready to cut off the head of his non-Muslim son in order to prove his worth as a Muslim. He was indicted on charges of supporting the Islamic State. The FBI agent was knife-attacked by a Muslim during an ISIS investigation in New York City. The feds revealed that the Muslims who attacked our Garland event had considered an attack on the Super Bowl. A Muslim student was charged with plotting to bomb a New York City landmark and later cut a plea deal. An ISIS jihadist tweeted out my personal address and called on Muslims to kill me. Last summer, 30 Muslims in the U.S. were arrested for a July 4 terror plot. You know, I you go ahead... I'd be like, go ahead, print my address, please. Bring them to me. I don't have to look for them. That's great. Bring them to me. I'll make sure I'm waiting for them. It's like someone asked on, on Twitter, they put up a thing about uh, this Muslim attacks, attacks someone for drinking a beer. They said, what would you do if a Muslim attacked you for drinking a beer? I said, I'd shoot them. Because that's what I do. Last summer, 30 Muslims in the U.S. were arrested for a July 4th terror plot, reportedly including two women who called themselves bad, ah, uh, I guess bad bitches, a little too much with the asterisks, and were plotting another Boston bombing, a National Guardsman who wanted to repeat Charlie Hebdo and Minnesota martyrs. A strict Muslim from Seattle was charged with murder and terrorism, including a double shooting outside a gay nightclub. He was on a terrorism watch list. That's right, homosexuals. Uh, we just want you to leave, leave us alone. Muslims want to kill you. So be careful who you uh, cozy up to on the left. A Muslim convert who was the son of a Boston police captain 
was charged with plotting attacks on college campuses for ISIS. His alleged plot involved explosives filled with black powder, nails, bolt bearings, and glass in places where large numbers of people congregate, like college cafeterias. In Chattanooga, that's Tennessee, a Muslim shot five soldiers. He was inspired by ISIS. In New York, a Muslim pizza shop owner was charged and later convicted for recruiting for the Islamic State. Ed, you, I would never trust buying food from a Muslim. I don't, not, a million, not a million years. The people out there are so politically correct. Islam needs to be wiped from the face of the earth, and until it does, the evil will grow. In Washington, D.C., a Muslim was charged with funding and recruiting for the Islamic movement of Uzbekistan. U.S. authorities sought to revoke the citizenship of an Oregon imam accused of dealing directly with Osama bin Laden. The director of the FBI warned that the Islamic State was recruiting in all 50 states. A Florida Muslim was arrested for an alleged WMD plot to bomb a Florida beach. Authorities say he expressed a desire to cook Americans in cages and also boasted, we will destroy America and we will raise our black flag on top of your White House. Every place you go, there's nothing but ashes. Who are you kidding? That's why you have a black flag. A New York Muslim, who police say threatened to behead his daughter in 2013, was charged with aiding ISIS and recruiting for it. A witness told the FBI that he argued ISIS's murders of Muslims were justified because the victims were not Muslims. The ISIS murders of Muslims were justified because the victims were not Muslim. But they just said murdered Muslims. It's an oxymoronic statement. A New Jersey Muslim was arrested for allegedly organizing a small army of ISIS fighters in New York and New Jersey. Two Mississippi Muslims were charged with trying to join ISIS. The FBI issued an alert about Middle Eastern males who were approaching the family members of U.S. military personnel. A Florida Muslim who plotted a WMD attack on a beach had been cleared to work at the Key West Airport in a job that gave him direct access to secure areas. Oh, uh, you can't even do background checks anymore? If you can't get, yeah, you can't get background checks on fuzzy buzzies, can you? Not the ones that immigrate here, anyway. And since we don't look at Muslims or even think about looking at Muslims, we have no intel of American Muslims in the mosques, I guarantee it. There should be FBI agents in every mosque. Uh, a U.S. Muslim team was jailed for more than 11 years for waging jihad with the Islamic State. An Arizona Muslim was charged with supporting ISIS. ISIS posted a list of 1,400 U.S. targets. Soon, with the permission of Allah, will strike at your necks in your own lands. A California Muslim pleaded guilty to trying to join ISIS. ISIS claimed responsibility for shooting at Umqua College. Umqua College? What kind of name is that? You know what got me when I was reading this article, and I said it to you off air. Makes me want to buy more ammunition. Well, not only that, if she, if Pamela's saying this surprised her, I was like, this is not good. Okay. 
That was a long time ago she said that. Well, I know that, but I was thinking about it because I thought about it last when I was doing the copy. I mean, that's frightening. If she's surprised, that is extremely frightening. What is an umpqua college? What kind of word is that? I know it's Indian. What, who would name a college that? I would not go to that college. I would, I would not go to that college. That was a stupid name. ISIS claimed responsibility for that shooting. In New Jersey, a Muslim teen who supported ISIS was charged in a plot targeting the 9-11 memorial. Several Minnesota stand Muslims pleaded guilty to joining ISIS. An ISIS-supporting Muslim was arrested in New York City. He said, I'm ready to die for the caliphate. The FBI foiled an Islamic plot to kill the Pope during his U.S. visit. ISIS threatened U.S. colleges who are coming. Oh, we are coming, sorry. Now, did anyone report on it that the FBI foiled a plot to kill the Pope? Of course not. At Union Station in Washington, D.C., a knife-wielding man slashed a woman and charged a police officer. Robert Spencer suggested that his, nick his name indicated an Islamic conversion. Muslim students at the University of Minnesota stand Twin Cities, UMN, rejected a moment of recognition resolution for 9-11, saying it was Islamophobic. No, that, no, that was Islamophobic. Your response was Islamophobic. Congratulations. That's, they, always, they always do that. They project their flaws onto everybody else. An ISIS-supporting Muslim in Ohio is charged with plotting to kill U.S. soldiers and bomb churches and schools, allegedly posting online, behead them in their own homes. Now, these are all isolated incidents, Brian. They're not isolated incidents. How do you figure they're isolated incidents? Meaning that they're happening in little areas all over the country. It's not like one big, huge attack like, they're, like ISIS is doing over in the Middle East. They don't have an army over here. They don't need one. But as soon as they feel more power, empowered, I mean. They're... Yeah, just keep keep bringing them in. Just keep stacking up the muzzies until they take over. Because that's what, that's what they do. Sooner or later, they're going to either breathe their way to it. Or you're gonna you're gonna refugee them in here. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so the Ohio stand uh, behead them in their own homes. The FBI revealed that it had 900 ongoing ISIS-related investigations. Behead them in their own homes. I would make one point of contention here. That is a lot. That sounds a lot easier than it is, don't you think? That. Two, there's over 100 million gun owners in in America. How do you know which door you're going to go through? They know most of the inner cities. They can go through doors. Oh yeah, the cities. Well, I guess that's probably where they, that's probably where they live, huh? All right. The FBI revealed that it had 900 ongoing ISIS-related investigations. Fazel Mohammed, a Muslim student at the University of California. Merked went on a stabbing spree, smiling as he slashed at his victims. Law enforcement officials said he was on a terror watch list, and the university was warned of the threat he posed, but nothing was done to stop him. No, 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 because they're Islamophobic. 
Only many months later did the FBI finally admit that he was inspired by the Islamic State. An NYPD undercover officer foiled a jihad bomb plot in New York City. An Iranian-born engineer at a U.S. defense contractor was given an eight-year sentence for giving details about U.S. jets to Iran. A Muslim who plotted to build a jihad terror training camp in Oregon was also sentenced. The U.S. charged an American Muslim with helping an Al-Qaeda-linked group. In San Bernardino, two Muslims carried out a mass jihad shooting at a Christmas party, murdering 14 people, in case you forgot. Before carrying out that jihad massacre, the San Bernardino jihad gunmen had visited 11 school cafeterias. The San Bernardino jihadis pledged allegiance to ISIS during their attack. Nonetheless, the Obama administration nixed the probe into the San Bernardino jihadists who had practiced for their attack a year in advance. San Bernardino killer Saeed Rizwan Farouk discussed carrying out a jihad attack three years ago. A Muslim neighbor now faces federal charges for providing the San Bernardino jihadis with guns. Three relatives of the jihad killers were later arrested. In Minnesota, Stan, a Muslim refugee from, I'm sorry, that I call, I do all the Stan stuff. It's not really in the article. In Minnesota, Stan, a Muslim refugee from Somalia was arrested for allegedly aiding ISIS. In California, a Muslim reportedly brandished a sword and chased down a neighbor while screaming, I would die and kill for Allah. In Philadelphia, a Muslim stands accused of shooting a police officer 13 times. According to local media, eyewitnesses reported that he exclaimed he did it in the name of Islam. His imam lied about the shooter's ties to his mosque. The FBI opened an investigation into the shooter's ties to a larger Islamic terror cell. Police later said that he had pledged allegiance to ISIS. A Muslim refugee in, refugee in California was arrested on terror charges, including lying to federal agents about joining a jihad terror group in Syria. See, here's this, bringing the refugees to you. See, that was vetted. That was his super 18-month vetting that Abominus came out and talked about. That, this guy was vetted with that super plan that can't work. Because there are no records. There is no way to tell what these people are. They live in tribal nowhere land. And Syria is a failed state now. It's completely nothing. No records, nothing. So there's no way to tell. But you know, one thing we know, if they're a Muslim, there's a good chance they're a terrorist. All right. Um, a New York Muslim allegedly planned a New Year's machete attack in the name of ISIS. The attempted beheading of a nine-year-old New York boy was seen as an ISIS audition. A California Muslim was arrested for allegedly threatening jihad on police and making a bomb threat. That's it, California. Keep taking away everybody's guns. Good work, California, the People's Republic thereof. A freeway jihad terror plot raised worries in Southern California. A Muslim man in Pennsylvania was charged with supporting the Islamic State, and court documents say he was seeking to buy a Yazidi slave girl. The Philly Muslim, Teed, allegedly operated 57 
Twitter accounts for ISIS propaganda and recruitment. A devout Muslim allegedly threatened to kill New York PD and Philadelphia cops and pledged allegiance to ISIS. In Virginia, two Muslims were charged in yet another ISIS terror plot. A Muslim refugee, refugee, allegedly planned to bomb Texas malls, saying, I am against America. Yep, they're really vetting these refugees well here, though. I, tell, I say we make Obama just go live in Syria. What, just drop them out of a C-130 or Air Force One? Prosecutors say a Muslim refugee in uh, California was eager to see blood and wanted to learn long-range shooting. He allegedly said that Allah has facilitated his travels. 41 Muslim refugees in the U.S. were arrested on jihad terror charges. Wow, there's an awful lot of refugees in this list, but they were vetted. We're, we're safe. These are just the ones they've caught. In Columbus, Ohio, Stan, a Muslim named Muhammad Bari slashed at patrons in a restaurant owned by a proudly pro-Israel Israeli Christian. In Washington, a Muslim prisoner allegedly screamed Alu Akbar and tried to kill a corrections officer. You get, you get a medal for that, though. An uh, un-Washington Muslim was un Un-Washington Muslim. Uh, I, I get a kick out of some of these mistakes. Was arrested on charges of supporting ISIS. He allegedly said, I feel the duty to kill. U.S. servicemen and stand accused of plotting to attack a military base. Tell me this isn't pure evil, ladies and gentlemen. This is just in a year. This has just been just over a year. It's, I'm still going. Just over a year in this country. All of this. Oh, let's bring more. You're right. I, I'm kind of bored up here. Maybe I send them up here for shooting practice. Anyway, well, I got some other. Never mind. Um, anyway, where was I? Uh, Michiganistan Muslim 22 was arrested for planning to shoot up a church to support ISIS. FBI documents quote him as saying, it is my dream to behead someone. A Kansas Muslim vowed to bring the Islamic State straight to your doorstep with a 1,000-pound bomb. It, this is what I'm talking about. How can you not understand this is evil? It's my dream to behead someone. What kind of dream is that? What kind of twisted freak thinks like that? Even when I have to kill animals to eat, I don't like it. A North Carolina ISIS terrorist was indicted for allegedly killing his neighbor and asking an FBI agent to kill his parents as part of an alleged jihad plot to kill 1,000 people. A Florida Muslim leader referred to Jews as pigs and monkeys. This kind of language incites Muslims to violence. Actually, they're projecting again. It's, they're pigs and monkeys, not, not the Israelites. Uh, the FBI thwarted a mass shooting at a Milwaukee Masonic temple, allegedly plotted by a devout Muslim. He reportedly said, we are Muslims defending the Muslim religion. How, defending? What were you defending against? You were just attacking crazy people. And we got to go to breaks. Young Quapit Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back.
The changes in the military fostered by the Clinton administration have provided the opportunity to create an elite new fighting force. The Big K-1. Their mission? Nail Saddam Hussein. Well, who does this nails anyway? You're quiet, soldier. Uh, listen up, uh, man. Uh, we'll be leaving for Baghdad from Fort Dix. Let's go. Roberta Black, I love her. We're here. We're on fire. We're flaming. And going down. Be with us again next time when the crack soldiers close in on Saddam. Oh, no. Stan. It's a good thing I wore my combat songs. On the Big K-1. And now, from Hasbrollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan, the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hasbrollah bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string, and he shouts, Allah Akbar, and kill the infidels. Pull it again, and Jihad begins to sweat profusely, and screams, Everyone back up, or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious! On the fourth and final poll, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone, thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Burqa Barbie. Hello, I'm Frank Bartles, and this here's my partner, James Brown. As the weather starts getting too hot, we hope you will reach for one of these. New Bartles and James Brown wine cooler. They come in three funky flavors. Gravity grape, crime of passion fruit, and my personal favorite, papaya. Papaya's got a brand new bag. It'll get you off faster than a big city lawyer. And a single pack serves six to ten, just like James. <laughs> New Bartles and James Brown wine coolers. The cooler cooler, made in the cooler. Now behind bars everywhere. And, uh, thank you for your support. Our hidden cameras caught Mrs. Helen Grouse of Columbus, Ohio, in the act of shoplifting at an A&P store. We asked other shoppers if they'd be deterred from shoplifting if we punished Mrs. Grouse by killing her. Let's listen. Excuse me, ma'am. Have you ever shoplifted? Well, well, yeah, yes, I have. Oh? Uh-huh. Yeah, on occasion I snitched a can of salmon or a jar of artichoke or something. Well, let me ask you this. What? Here is a woman we just caught shoplifting. Oh, boy. Now, if we were to punish her by mm-hmm. killing her mm-hmm. right now, would that convince you not to shoplift? Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of an impulse sort of thing, and I really doubt if you'd kill her. I mean, I'd have to say I, 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 I'd probably shoplift again. I see. Well, watch this. Now, what have we done? Well, uh, you just shot her in the head. And would you say that she's dead? Well, her whole head is blown off. Yeah, she's she's dead all right, yeah. Now, let me ask you again. Do you think we've convinced you not to shoplift? Well, I have to say I'd never shoplift again. Why do you say that? Well, you just proved to me that you'd kill someone if they shoplifted. I saw it with my own eyes. You're not just saying that. No, no, no. I'm really convinced. You won't change your mind. Nope. I'll never shoplift again. At A&P, we won't stop trying till we make you say... We are... 
She'll be alright For a while For a while She can smile Until Barack comes back And she goes on the attack And it doesn't work Oh, hell! You know I taught her well You couldn't tell That she fakes crying Over Obamacare, good for you, good for America A while back, Martha was always complaining about all her aches and pains But when we got Obamacare, all that changed As soon as the government rationed her care she went pretty quick. And now I don't have to listen to Okay, and welcome back to the Unquiet Radio Show, Hour 2. And back to ISIS, Muslims, and everything stupid. A Muslim veteran of the U.S. Air Force was found guilty of trying to join ISIS. ISIS issued a kill list of Air Force, FBI, and military personnel, along with uh, government officials commanding Muslims to slay them wherever you find them. Yeah, it's a religion of peace. Boy, don't you feel just betrayed? Kind of foolish? That we bought into all their nonsense? Well, I did. But I already studied Islam, so I knew. I knew I had to gate what was wrong with Islam. Well, but there's 11 light paragraphs in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how it works. Chronologically speaking, whichever verse is newer trumps all previous. That's right. All the previous stuff. So all the love and light stuff that came before it doesn't count. Because now it's it's killing and maimed time. And since it came afterwards in the Quran, it is the presiding, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Case law, I guess. I don't know. Precedent, I guess, was the word I was looking for. Slay them wherever you find them. That's what they should be telling us. We should be getting, we should each get a Muslim hunting ticket. You get your, fill your quota, you can't kill anymore. But you get X amount per year, and uh, this way we can get rid of them. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, I think definitely Muslims. <laughs> so, well, no, we won't kill the good ones, because good ones will run away after we start killing the bad ones and just leave. What? Because there are no good ones. They're just waiting their time. If they come, we come for them. They know sooner or later we're coming for them. You know, and that goes for women and children. <laughs> it does. You can't trust any. No. no. I can't believe the crap I heard coming out of a child's mouth. C- carrying a nice big knife. Talking about cutting people's heads off. Well, and it looked, remind me of that, uh, what was that movie? With the little, the, the evil doll. I, I never saw the movie, but I've seen coming attractions of it and I've seen The only one I it. know is a, a vampire. No, no, um, no. What was her name? What's the vampire? Not the stupid new ones. No, oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, Something of vampire. Interview with a vampire. And that's it. That's where you remember the little girl from. Little no, Chucky. That's the little evil doll's name. That's a doll. Chucky. You said 
child. Make no, up your mind. A doll. Oh. Chucky. You didn't say doll. That's I, what that video that you showed th- me reminded me There's more than of. one. There's more than one <laughs> scary doll movie. <laughs> I never watched. I no. I think I watched one of those Chucky things. It was so stupid. <laughs> I was like, I was with some friends. I'm like, really? Are we going to sit here and continue to watch this? They they all looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, it's like watching a B movie. We hate horror movies. We're definitely not into horror movies at all. (laughs) Yeah, they they tried to, uh, they thought they were going to screw with me. So they they got, uh, because I like all that blood and gore and I don't watch it. So they got uh, Faces of Death. Oh, I remember that. Now we can get the Muslims in on the Faces of Death. They're cutting off of the heads. And yeah, number six, right there, all the Muslim stuff. Burning people alive, tearing them apart, drawing, cartering. I can go on. Uh, anything I can even think of creatively, they probably already have done it. So anyway, uh, yeah, we should we should definitely get a hunting season for Muslims. Don't worry, we're going to be fighting them for, well, ever. In New York City, a Muslim man with a long rap sheet allegedly ambushed and fired upon eight New York PD cops, injuring two officers. That's pretty bold, man. Opening fire on eight cops. I don't even. I don't think I could take out eight cops before they could take me to. I just cannot believe in my lifetime. Maybe they have pretty bad shots. I don't know. I can't believe in my my lifetime cops are getting killed by people. I've never would have imagined it ever growing up you mean yeah well no because it used to be before it was politically correct you killed a cop everything was on hold until your backside was either killed or put in jail that's it they, every man every unit overtime triple time weekends 24 7 hitting the streets making everybody's life miserable just just breaking all the rules going in and breaking up us uh, you know places that sell drugs and uh, gambling places in town and you just keep telling them it's because it's because of that cop killing we're going to keep doing this until we get that cop killer sooner or later they'll bring them to you well and michael savage brought up a good can't do that anymore brought up a good point and about that that even the mafia would help get the person who killed the cop as a yeah the way it used to be yeah yeah because they knew no they knew what the cops were going to do and they can't have you can't run business that way. They they just disrupt their business all the time. So, yeah, it's, they didn't want it either. Of course not. Just like they don't want anyone to have guns in New York City. It seems like they've got that sewn up forever. Uh, you know, when you, when you live in a place where you realize you're never going to have a chance of getting any of your rights, what, especially your unalienable rights, why don't you move? There are states that are not as tyrannical as New York. There are places in, if you're in the city, that isn't a tyrannical if you go outside the city into like Suffolk County. But I don't know. That's changed so much. I don't even know anymore. Uh, I would stay away from that whole, that whole northeastern area if, if I were you because it's all going to crap. Now the Muslims, it's worse than ever before. Eight cops. So they injured two. He's not a very good shot either. What happened to him? They just said injuring two officers. What happened to him? Did they shoot him? Pamela, what's wrong with you? She just left us hanging here. A Muslim who had been in contact with ISIS was charged with threatening to blow up a Walgreens in a Minneapolis suburb. What do they have against Walgreens? 
I mean, there are more populated places, I would think, than Walgreens. Well, what I want to know before you go on is what <laughs> happened to all those propane tanks that were taken out of various places in Missouri? Dana Lasher reported on this like two or three months ago. What are you talking about? The, these Muslim-looking men went in uh, at a bu- bunch of those, uh, you know, well, you want me to switch out propane tanks? You mean 20-pound tanks? Yeah. And they stole a bunch of They just walked away with them. And Nobody the has a gun? Was, and the cops was the cops were still looking for them. That and they what else did they do in Missouri? They might have found him. I didn't even hear it. See, I didn't even hear that story. But goes to show you. Yeah. Yeah. She reported on it and she was like, So, you know They're gonna they blow just, up something, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Or or they're going camping and they, they want little heaters or something. I don't know. You never know. But whatever it is, it's gonna turn out ugly. <laughs> that that much. Not everything they do. It, it's evil. Ugh. All right, uh, Walgreens in Mini. Walgreens, really? I I don't I, I don't I again I don't want to say what I would do because I don't want to get you know, I've only said told the audience once if I was to do uh, an attack and I was ISIS or Al Qaeda, uh, I would make it a coordinated attack across the country. Numerous elementary schools. And I would mine the entranceway and the IE parking lot, etc. So that when the people come screaming in to come get their kids, they all get blown up. Look, you can only get away with that trick once. But if you do it in all 50 states at once, the damage that you could do? You know how many children that would kill? That's the easiest place. That's why I urge you to get rid of the gun-free zone or don't put your kids in there. And that's not the only reason. But certainly, the gun-free zone means your kids are not safe. Period. And if you have a gun at home and then you send your kid to public school, what are you trying to tell the kid? It's okay for you to be safe, but not him? You just feed him to the slaughter? Enough with the child abuse centers. Close them down. Take your kids out. No kids, no school. No kids, because they get paid by the kid. An anonymous threat against an NBA game in Los Angeles reportedly said, you're all going to expletive die tonight, you filthy Americans. Now, who just called us uh, ugly Americans? Someone did. Fox. Oh, yeah, Vincente Fox. Boy, he's having a meltdown, huh? At least he doesn't say my friend all the time. I hated that guy. I don't know who he was. He came up fucking, because <laughs> big smile, my friend. Yes, my, no, 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 my friend. No, no, it's not like that at all. We're very nice people. Oh, yes, yes, my friend. You say my friend one more time, I'm going to knock that grin off your face. You're not my friend. But they say, I, I don't like people like that. My father always warned me, never trust anyone who smiles all the time. Never. <laughs> See, that smiling nonsense might work on, uh, some pe- some idiots like progs, but uh, us conservatives are a little smarter than that. We, we we see behind the nonsense. It's it's just like smiling while he sticks a knife in your back, you know. Just because he's smiling doesn't mean he's not killing you. And we're filthy Americans. He said D- dirty Americans. And we're back to being that again because of Trump and the hatred since the Muslim people went nuts. Care and and uh, Mexican. Uh, what the heck's the group from Mexico? 
They all went nuts. Detective Fox went nuts. All this is exactly what we should be saying and doing. All of it. I'm glad that we got the right people upset, don't you think? The piece of crap ex-president that encouraged this nightmare and wants it to continue to feed his country. I mean, that, that really... It, he didn't realize, do you know he threatened war with Mexico? He said if he, if, if he went through with his plans to build a wall, that there would be consequences, maybe, maybe even war. You're going to attack? You've already invaded us. You're going to attack us now with an army? Thank you. We know how to shoot, who to shoot then, and you're wearing a uniform. Come on in. I guarantee you we can handle you. Heck, one of the state guard could handle you. All send your corrupt federales across the border and see what happens. Oh, by the way, I'd stay away from that crazy uh, sheriff Joe down there. He's got a, he's got his own posse. He trades and uh, arms, everything. They go out. They there is posse. They hunt down legal aliens. See. We're supposed to be guarding the border, not the national government. It's not their job. And there's nothing, I know, it says defend us from invasion. Yes, well, notice we're not being defended by them. They're encouraging the invasion. Uh, but that's not that's not what it means. It meant, see, the first line of defense is we the people, the villagers, if you will, the Minutemen. We go out there and we take care of business and call for backup and retreat slow as we can, slow the military down so we can get reinforcements by the state guard. And then after the state guard, if it's too big for that, then there's a cry out for other states to join. And then if it's bad enough, they call on the federal government to raise an army. But they have to raise one first. You got to fight them until Washington can raise it because we're not supposed to have a standing army. Well, that's funny that you say it because say it like that. Because when I do the Women of the Revolution show, it actually the tales that we have confirm that. That's why we have that's why we have the right to keep and bear arms, but not only because it's a right from God to defend ourselves, but that's what they did. Because when the the Northern and Middle theaters were in play, that's where the Continental Army was, the real army. But even before they raised them, people were coming from all different states to defend Boston, to defend Massachusetts. Well, of course, as, and, they, as I swear they will when we finally take our states back. And then in the Southern Theater, since he couldn't spread his you know, army too thin, and British had more, the Britons, Britons had more men and loyalists in, within the states of the southern states, they could overwhelm the people. So the way we, we had to defend ourselves, the militias were called out and they held the fort in the southern states until the Continental Army could come and reinforce them. Right. That's how it's supposed to work. Right. <sighs> you fit the Madigans. <laughs> A Virginia Muslim pleaded guilty to conspiring to help ISIS. Prosecutors quoted him as wanting to chop off heads. See, these are crazy people to begin with. These people have a desire to go and cut people's heads off. That's They are sick people. This is sick, sick people. Nobody, no real soldier likes, would never, well, we never do that. But we'd shoot you first. Cut their head off like that. They, went, they didn't chop it off like a guillotine. We're talking. Sawing. Yeah, cutting off. Cutting through the flesh, going 
Yeah. Oh, Feeling all of it. Screaming. Ooh. The person screaming. Oh. And then when they finally sever the spinal cord, then the head can still see. Well, you don't get brain dead for four minutes. And a minute is a long time. Right. And you, you probably, like, lose sensibility probably in a minute. But you, when you first, when it's first chopped off, the head can still see and does. Uh, that's why they used to drop it in a basket and then hold it up to the crowd. Yeah, but they used a guillotine. Well, after after Mr. Guillotine, yeah. <laughs> but before that, before that, they had the the axe of of the, the executioner, and but it wasn't always a clean strike. I mean, overwhelmingly, it was the guy was trained, but mistakes happen, things go wrong. Uh, so they wanted to come up with a more humane way of doing it, and you know, more repeatable. And so, well, this this inventor did anyway, Mr. Guillotine. So he invented this is actually was it seems horrible. It was actually designed to be less traumatic, be uh, kinder to the people that you're cutting off their heads. So because it made it quick and clean and uh, and it really works. And then, well, Robespierre went crazy with it, though. But that's another story for a French Revolution. Chop them off. Normal people don't want to chop off people's heads. A Muslim father of an ISIS member in Virginia attacked reporters on camera. The feds allege that devout Muslims in Minnesota stand spoke of carrying out jihad terror attacks inside the U.S. for the Islamic State. One suspect revealed plans to open up a route from Syria to the U.S. through Mexico. Gee, we don't need to worry about that border at all. The ISIS United Cyber Caliphate posted 3,600 New York residents' names and addresses saying we want them hashtag dead. Cyber Caliphate? There's a, a United Cyber Caliphate? Now this is news to me. I had never heard that. A Michiganistan church website was defaced with an ominous jihadi message from ISIS. The result of this epidemic of jihad attacks, Obama's Dawah speech about how Islam is peace, is repeated weekly, sometimes daily now. What have we learned? Are mosques being monitored? All of these jihadis regularly worship that mosque. What is being done to talk taught at these mosques? Are investigators simply going to assume that these mosques are moderate and that the jihadis are radicalized elsewhere? If that is true, why couldn't the peaceful teachings they heard at the mosque withstand the appeal of the radicals? Good question, Pamela. Bye-bye, mosque. What? Yeah, it's getting worse. Like I said, I, I read all that. I'm going, I need more ammo. Why that did... was enough. <laughs> That's too much. You know what ammo is, right? No, I know. I'm just talk. I know what ammo is. I'm talking about what well, you just what read. Well, that's what you're responding to. What I said. That's what no, I meant. No, I was responding to that was too much. It might and be if... more next year. It might be they're not doing anything. Obama is bringing more of them in. He's not. He's not. Look, they're not reporting on it because they don't want you to know. He's not doing anything because he wants them to terrorize you. Because then you're going to scream and cry for his help, and then he'll be gladly given to you as the new ruler. 
or temporary ruler until Soros and those people decide who they want. He can, he can remain the puppet leader for now. That's what he is. He's a puppet leader. He's, he's, not, a, he's not a real leader. Stuff doesn't come out of his head. He doesn't know anything. He's a, he's a doofus. He's a community organizer. That's all he is. No, he was never a constitutional uh, attorney. And if it was, it would mean he, he, would, he would be taught how to subvert the Constitution, not what the Constitution actually means. Look, the whole judicial system is, is rotten because of Marbury v. Madison. Not only can't a court create power for itself as it did, they didn't have jurisdiction to hear the case of which their opinion was applied. And they admitted that in the, in the stupid decision, in its opinion, excuse me. And notice they never acted on that opinion uh, that, that they were going to go and decide what laws were constitutional. Uh-uh. Because it wouldn't have got past Jefferson. Jefferson didn't even let Madison go to the Supreme Court to defend to defend what they were complaining about. Him not giving out the last of the midnight judges' papers. That, well, the Chief Justice was the one at the time was Secretary of State forgot to mail before he hurried over to get his appointment as Chief of the Supreme Court. That's right, Chief Justice. Marshall, of course. The Marshall Court. Well, and everybody is touting how brave the governor of North Carolina is. And I'm like, no, he's an idiot. He's going to the courts. He literally said, we're going to let the courts decide. I thought your courts head was... Courts should decide. I'm should like, de I thought your head was going to explode, no, Brian. Courts should, no, courts don't, should decide these things because they have no jurisdiction in the federal court for them to do that. If there's a difference between the state and the federal government in which... The Supreme Court has jurisdiction, as laid out in Article 3, Section 2. Then they go directly to the Supreme Court. They do not pass go. They don't go to any other federal judges, any other courts, straight to the Supreme Court. It says it in, so, in exact words in the Constitution. You don't even have to go to the Patriots Pub and listen to it. You don't even have to read Madison's notes. That's one of those things that just says it in black and white. There's no interpretation needed. And by the way, there's no interpretation ever needed because we have Madison's notes. In the beginning, we didn't have them until later in the 1800s when they were released. Purportedly, they wanted everybody involved in it to be dead by the time the notes were released because they didn't know how people were going to take uh, their very free-flowing debate of ideas. And, you know, some of the stuff people wouldn't like. And that's why, well, why do you got to be in secret? Oh, by all means, let's have a, let's make something that's already in the beginning a circus and turn it into a bigger circus with uh, people watching. And then nobody feels free to speak their, their mind. So we don't get the, got the great document that we did get out of convention. It's our fault. We did not enforce our constitution on the national government. It is the citizenry's fault. Period. And that's the end of it. And now the only way to fix it is to take it back from the ground up, starting with the school boards. They have to come first. We need to rescue these children. They're the future. Then you go up to the next, into the county government. Zoning is very important. You might want to do zoning next. That's enough to get you going. And then you just kind of follow that rhythm up the chain of command. Until, it'll be years, but when you're done... Your state will make Texas look like a laughing stock. Unless, of course, it's Texas that beat you there.
Okay, this is from Infowars.com. She's looking up. Uh, what are you looking up? The court. Article the 3, Section 2? Mm. No, but what, what were we just talking about that you wanted to look up? You were just talking about it going completely to the Supreme Court. Oh, directly? Yeah, directly. Yes. Uh, I think that's in Article 3. All right, from InfoWars. A new FBI initiative based on Britain's anti-terror mass surveillance program instructs high schools across America to inform on students who express, quote-unquote, anti-government and anarchist political beliefs. High school students are ideal targets for recruitment by violent extremists seeking to support their radical ideologies. Uh, they're anarchists because the government has crawled up our backside so far. It is just a natural reaction of the young people growing up. They are anti-government. Now, they just need to be informed a little bit, and they can go from anti-government to anti-big government. And then they're allies. See how easy that was? They're, they're young. You can teach them. High school students are ideal talk. Oh, okay, anarchy. We don't want government. We want anarchy. That's, I had this argument. <coughs> okay. Let me tell you why that is a idiotic position to, to have. Before we had government, we existed before there was government ever existed. We existed. We had anarchy. Might be, makes right. All that stuff. We didn't like it. We created a government because we needed to create a place that would protect our liberties so that we could prosper and be prosperous in our merchant doing. Uh, so we already had anarchy. And every time, every time some place creates a government, it's because there was anarchy before they decided to create a government. So we already know anarchy is not what we want. That's stupid. So, now, but you can head in the direction of anarchy by limited government, constitutionally limited government, and control of your local and state governments. You can have all the liberty in the world that the Constitution already provides for the federal government and your state at the state level. Anything you don't like, amend it, whether it be state or federal. But right now, don't even bother with the federal because they're not following it. So it doesn't do any good to fix it to try and fix it with amendments. What happens when you try and fix things that ain't broken, Susan? You break them. That's right. Almost every time. Anyway, we gotta go to break. Jim Quabbin Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried... Seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats?
If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45 non-tobacco user could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month, and this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891 The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-862-0336. That's 800-862-0336. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-511-3024-800-511-3024-800-511-3024-800-511-3024. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 
800-764-9168. That's 800-764-9168. Back to the Young Bobbitt Radio Show. Our half of two. Back to InfoWars and anarchists and anti-government and well, blah, blah, blah. They're blah, trying blah. to say that... If you're not a prog, you're, you're an evil kid and you need, to be, you need to be brainwashed. Sent to extra training, I guess, re-education camps. High school students are ideal targets for recruitment by vile extremists seeking support for their radical ideologies, foreign fighter networks, or conducting acts of targeted violence within our borders. High schools must remain vigilant in educating their students about catalysts that drive violent extremism. Really? You teach them how bad Islam is? Uh-huh. Are you? Thank are you? you. Are you? No, you teach them. Islam's great. Islam teaches terrorism. They're making them wear hijabs. Terrorism. No, they're, they're, they wouldn't. Like my kid wouldn't wear a jib. But what they're only doing, women do anyway. Well, what they're doing is they're saying that the acts of terrorism are us. Well, we haven't got there yet. I know I already covered that. I thought uh, with the anti-government and anarchist stuff. Uh, high schools were like, I mean, villages. Their students about catalysts. I mean, like Islam that drive extremism and the potential consequences of embracing extremist beliefs. You mean like Islam? States, an unclassified document released in January by the FBI's Office of Partner Engagement, the agency's primary liaison for the law enforcement community. Boy, if I was in charge of this public school, I would have so much fun with this stupid thing. If that's what they're really trying to do, that I have, then I am going to instruct my students on the dangers of Islam. Because if you're saying you're worried, you're worried about all those things, that, that, that's, that says Islam. That's what Islam is. Violent extremists seeking support for their radical ideologies. That's Islam. So, yeah, I, you know, I know we don't, well, we don't have the right people in charge of our schools. A bunch of touchy-feely progs, and the men probably cry in their soup at night. I'm sorry, I've, I've met some of these so-called male principles. They could use some uh, testosterone. Well, because the brain isn't functioning correctly, it's it's obvious. So it have to be short on something. And a little feminine, okay, maybe it's uh maybe it's, that's it. Maybe they just need a shot. Hey, wouldn't it be great if you could cure Islam with a shot? Then we could we could make inoculants. So nobody would fall for the dumbass Islam nonsense. That any thinking, educated person would laugh at. Unfortunately, our kids aren't educated because you send them to that thing called public schools, which is really a touch, just place to torture children and experiment on them, like Common Core. So anyway, the education is about the catalyst embracing God. Be. States on an unclassified document released in January by the FBI's Office of Partner Engagement, the agency's primary liaison for the law enforcement community. Partner Engagement. 
the Office of Partner Engagement. What does that even mean? The document declares public school educators are in a unique position to affect change in part of affirmation, affirmative messaging or facilitate intervention activities, including informing on students. It calls for observing and assessing concerning behaviors and communications of students embracing extremist ideology. See, they keep using these, these willy-nilly terms that don't really say anything. I'm, I'm going to assume you want them to teach, learn all about Islam because that's what you're describing. In addition to designated foreign terrorist organizations, the FBI program targets domestic violent extremism movements, including anti-government groups. Uh, They're not anti-government groups. They're anti-unconstitutional national government groups. You are criminals. Don't you realize that? You are criminals. And you will pay. Oh, boy, are you going to pay. According to the FBI, some adults embrace domestic violent extremist ideologies and their beliefs can permeate family norms, oftentimes influencing their children. This dynamic fosters biases leading to hatred and intolerance and drives the need for action. You're right. We do not tolerate evil. We hate evil. You okay with that now? Because that's that's just the way it is. Aren't you have, don't you want to be that? Don't believe this nonsense they're trying to teach you. Adhering to the Constitution, a restoration of the Republic, that's that's considered their domestic violent extremist nonsense. Conflating sovereign citizens and constitutionalists, the FBI and federal and local law enforcement groups categorize many libertarian constitutionalists and other groups and individuals as sovereign citizens. We are all sovereign citizens, sir. And there are sovereign states. And we are sovereign citizens. That's, that's, so they're correct. According to an FBI counterterrorism analysis, sovereign citizens may refer to themselves as constitutionalists or freemen, which is not necessarily a connection to a specific group, but rather an indication that they are free from government control. We're all supposed to be free in this country, ladies and gentlemen, especially from government control. I cannot believe we have let our Constitution be turned into nothing. Literally doesn't do anything anymore. Just like us. I know we're working, we're working, I know. And and I do know you're working out there. I see the signs of it. I, I just wish there was more and quicker but you know it's like losing fat if you didn't get it over there overnight you're not going to go get back to where you were overnight the fbi considers the redemption theory the abandonment of the gold standard in favor of fiat currency emancipation from the responsibilities of being a u.s citizen including paying taxes and conspiracy theories including the formation of global government and a police state as indicators of extremists or sovereign citizen ideology excuse me sir you there is a formation of a global government it's admitted by the global government it's everything that's wrapped around the world fill in the blank the world bank the un the imf on and on it goes what do you think these things are created for why do you think they have a world bank why do you think an international monetary fund on top of a world bank why do they have all a courts why do they i can keep going it is a global government they are trying to 
initiate and we're in their way. The extremists are those that don't understand sovereign states, sovereign citizens, and a a postage stamp for a national government. I don't deal in conspiracy theories. I do, however, deal in conspiracy. A national consortium for the study of terrorism and responses to terrorism start report produced by the Office of University Program Science and Technology Director at the Department of Homeland Security. Wait a minute. The Office of the of University Programs Science and Technology Directorate at the Department of Homeland Security. Why is that in the Department of Homeland Security? You, it's a university. How could this be part of... Oh my God, it's such a mess up there. Since 2014, lists sovereign citizens as the primary domestic terror threat in the United States, followed by Islamic jihadists, militia patriot, and extreme anti-tax groups. The document attempts to persuade law enforcement that sovereign citizens are a direct threat to them. Such changing perceptions about what is a serious terrorist threat is an important finding because identifying and prioritizing a threat is akin to hitting a moving target and involves as new intelligence data and events develop, the START report argued. You are wrong that uh, the sovereign movement, the constitutionalists, the libertarians, we are a danger to big government. We are a danger to the national government. You bet you're in danger of losing your job. Because anything that's unconstitutional will be eliminated. Oh, I do. You, I wish I had. I wish I could take phone calls so we could play the game. You think of something that the states couldn't do, the individual, the private market, and the states couldn't do that only the national government could do and do right. You get to choose that, and if you want, you can play. I'll let you play by email. You can email me. Think of something that has to be done, that isn't foreign because everything foreign. We that's what they're supposed to do. In the United States, stuff they do for us that couldn't be done better locally or privately in the private market. Good luck. I play the Jeopardy music, except I won't know your answer until I read the emails. All right. uh, The document attempts to persuade law enforcement that sovereign citizens are a direct threat to them. So I think Black Lives Matter has been proven a direct threat to police. I don't think they're too worried about us at the moment. Uh, is an important finding because identifying and prioritizing a threat is akin to hitting a moving target. The FBI High School Informer Network Initiative is part of a larger effort identifying and prioritizing supposed threats. Informant culture. The FBI Initiative, the latest manifestation of the see something, say something surveillance matrix, further endangers a government informant culture that shares a parallel with East Germany's Inoffiziler Mitarbeiter, or informal collaborator culture. This Stasi network served as a primary instrument of repression in communist East Germany. The government forged partnerships with business, state institutions, and social organizations. You <gasps> mean like our government? Did, did they do that? It has estimated that the Stasi had an informal collaborator or informant network exceeding 624,000 people. 
1989, at the height of Stasi power, the population of East Germany was 16.5 million. Former intelligence professionals are well aware the United States is on its way to become a totalitarian, high-tech surveillance state that will soon rival the East German variant. Wait a minute. Aren't they dangerous, these former intelligence professionals, because they're saying they got Stasi, East German variants? I'm just asking, because I'm trying to knock my name down the list. You never want to be at the top. In January 2015, a delegation of Sam Adams Associates for Integrity and Intelligence, which included ex-officers from the NSA, CIA, and British MI5, visited the Stasi Museum in Berlin. As the former intelligence officers turned whistleblowers walked among the well-preserved offices and conference rooms of a former totalitarian state's internal spy apparatus, writes Elizabeth Murray, who served as Deputy National Intelligence Officer for the Near East in the National Intelligence Council. The sense of deja vu and irony of what the United States of America has become was clearly not lost on any of them. I've said, long said, we are no longer the United States of America. We're the USS of A, United Soviet States of America. Don't embrace it. What are you going to do with my salt? <laughs> I wish I had a theme for this. We haven't done this segment in such a long time. The next one you're going to do. Doom and gloom. It should be the theme. <laughs> that should be the theme. Because we're all going to pay. We're all going to suffer. We are all going to suffer. It's just the way it always works. Except for a you know, handful that are in the elites. Everybody else suffers. Everybody. I meant the next one you're going to do. <laughs> I, I can't have a theme for the, that one. I just didn't I don't like remember the theme song to Russia with I love. know. I don't either. Is it like, oh, I think I can hear it in my head, but. I would have no clue where to get it. It was some. It was from a movie, right? All you have to do is put it in a search engine. The name of the movie is Russia with Love. It's a Bond movie. I'm thinking of a different movie. To Russia with Love. And regulation suck. To Russia with Love. Can't think of anything Russian. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about the Russian Five? Something from the Russian Five. I like that orchestra by the way they were really good i really enjoyed them good because i i think their stuff is out of copyright by now oh that's a good idea by the original orchestra not not done by a new orchestra that's what you all have to watch it i, I talked to my friend about that uh playing from vivaldi and he's like well this is like a hundred i don't know 50 years old or something uh i said yeah that that used to mean something but uh bill clinton without anybody knowing it Changed the copyright from 10 to 20 years to 100 years. So for 100 years, you can't play that music on your show without paying for a license. And if you do, bad things can happen to you. I changed Regulation Suck to the dumbass segment without changing it on the copy. Uh Uh-oh, it sounds like (laughs) rushed work to me. We're already finding mistakes. That's two. No, I did it last, when I was doing the copy. I just decided to change it, and I forgot to do it at the time. Like I already had it up. Not, 
no, taking your time, going over your work. Anyway, you're doing the dumbass segment. She never listens to me. <laughs> no, I'm doing to Russia with love. It says so right there. <laughs> From Reuters, internal differences are killing OPEC and its ability to influence the market has all but evaporated. Yay! Good, 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 and more good. Don't worry, Obama knows to fix this. Top Russian oil executive Igor Sechin told Reuters in some of his harshest remarks ever about the oil cartel. Russia, which has been hit hard by the oil price collapse, another good reason to like low, low oil. Our enemies are suffering. ISIS has had its funds cut because oil's down to 45 Dollars a barrel. I remember when it was ten. It was much better then when it was ten. See, if oil gets worth too much, Russia and the fuzzy muzzies use the money from this to militarize and prepare to destroy us. If, yes, believe it or not, I guarantee you, Russia has more than one plan of dealing with the United States of America. Well, I'm very upset because of. What they're doing to our local economy, Brian, with the um, octanes. Well, Unbelievable. Well, no, first was the octane. Now it's the ethanol. Now it's ethanol. Ugh. I mean, I was just down in town. I had to text you. So we have to put additives in. It costs extra money. We do. Every, t every tank has to have additives in it because of the corrosion caused by the uh, water that the... See, if, if you keep it in a closed thing, like my gas cans are closed, until I open them, they're good. But when you put it in a vehicle, it's vented. Anything that's vented to the atmosphere, ethanol is water aphilic, which means it sucks moisture out of the air. So you end up with a lot, constantly a lot of water in your gasoline, and then it corrodes the gas lines, your ejectors, etc., etc. They make a new thing that's really good that I'll let you look up yourself, though. Uh, unless you want to tell them what I forget who makes it. It's stable. Well, that's right. It's made by Stable. It's Stable 360. 360. Yeah. But There's I, other even, ones, too, but 360, I like. That's what I've chosen. Even when I went down there, though, I was t telling you what the octanes were, and the highest octane is 92, which is premium. Right, and which is really the minimum that should be in the Chevy. Well, that's what you said. Because it's a Chevy 350, and then 92 is nothing. But it's 15 cents higher than, than I know. regular I, gas. I, and I know. No, it's more than that. It's 15 more than plus, which is 10 more than... Or no, the fifteen more than plus is fifteen more than regular, and then high test is ten cents more than that, or fifteen cents. Okay, I'll tell you right now. I just filled up. Regular is two dollars and seventeen cents where we live, uh -huh. and premium is two dollars and fifty three cents. Okay, do the math. That's the difference. Two seventeen from two fifty three. What is it? Seventeen for fifty three. What is it? If you were go, if a train was going eighty miles an hour, how long would it take to go eighty miles? Okay, <clears throat> where was I with this? Uh, Russia, which is it hard, flirting with the idea of cooperating with OPEC in recent months until tensions between OPEC members, Saudi Arabia and Iran, ruined a global deal to freeze output. Sechin, one of the closest, that would cause a decrease in price uh, of quantity and an increase in price, and that's how they usually do it. Now they wanted to completely freeze the output and not just lower it, so that we'd be the only ones supplying the whole world uh, with oil, and it would cause the prices to go up. You should be thankful that Saudi Arabia and Iran are in a 
global conflict right now. Sechin, one of the closest allies of President Vladimir Putin, was the only Russian official to consistently oppose the deal with OPEC even after the Kremlin effectively endorsed the plan. Now that his gloomy prediction about talking to OPEC have come to pass, Sechin feels vindicated and wants to help Russia avoid similar embarrassment in the future. At the moment, a number of objective factors include the possibility for any cartels to dictate their will to the market. As for OPEC, it has practically stopped existing as a united organization. The company, Rosneft, was skeptical from the very beginning about the possibility of reaching any sort of agreement with OPEC's involvement in current conditions. Said Sechin in comments over the weekend, which were embargoed until Tuesday. Just to remind you, the only the only one question with which we responded to those who were interested to know our position. Oh my God! I I guess English is really this guy's second language. I, it can't be that bad. It's got to be me. Just to remind you, the only one question with which we responded to those who were interested to know our position. What kind, of, what kind of sentence is that? Are, are you confused? <laughs> I thought we were smart to those who were interested to know our position. Uh, who should we agree with and how? The development of the situation was clearly shown we were right. Such as comments about the end of the era when OPEC could influence prices chime with those of Saudi Arabia's newly appointed energy minister, Khalid al-Falih. Falih who took over on Saturday from long-serving Ali al-Naimi, has been very vocal in the past year about his views that the oil market needs to rebalance through low prices and that the Saudis have the resources to wait. Bali's ultimate boss, Deputy Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who oversees Saudi oil policy, has also signaled that the world is moving to a new era where supply and demand rather than OPEC will determine prices. I, I, don't, it, like all these, I don't like these unholy alliances at all. Well, it's been around since we've been born. I mean, middle, you know, the OPEC's been around since I, we were kids. They're falling apart finally, thank God. Because they really hammered the market with, they like, the, they like it over 100 bucks. So they, you know, they manipulate the market by manipulating the flow. Uh, and then now, we're suddenly delivering more to the market, which is screwing them all up. And, of course, also because our a lot of our consumption in this country is down. And you can thank Obama for that because it's because we're all too poor that we can't afford the gas. We can thank him for that. It's good for the environment that we don't have enough money for gas. It really isn't because if I, can't, if I have enough money for the gas, I don't mind buying anything from you either. So... There you go. That's bad for the economy. Sechin, who was born in 1960, the same year as Fali, is also calling on Russia to abandon any hope that prices can be fixed by anything other than market rebalancing. At the moment, key factors which are influencing the market are finance, technology, and regulation. See, again, not a free market. We can see this with the example of shale oil, which became a powerful tool of influence on the global market. Sechin said in email comments, yes, and if we had a real president, we could have really done some good with that leverage. 
instead of bending over and kissing their backsides. Oh. Okay, well, we got to go to breaks. So on Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. My name is Courtney Luster. I'm 21, well-educated, and unemployed American. I happen to be black, so I'm in the highest unemployment segment of the population, black youth unemployment. Notice I don't refer to myself as African-American because I'm an American first. I'm a proud American who happens to have black skin. So please explain to me where African-American fits into that equation. You're right, it doesn't. For over 60 years, the Democrat Party has used my fellow black Americans to maintain power in the federal and state governments. Why do I say that? Because I read history. While many of my friends are watching mindless videos, I choose to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Why? Because I want to educate myself, not entertain myself. Red State Talk Radio, America's premier conservative talk radio network. Hey, all you black American youth, be a Frederick Douglass Republican, not an Al Sharpton race pimp. Educate yourself. Listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com. A message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsey and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward, while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values, uh, probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. Uh, what shall we do about evil? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Uh, 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 evil exists. We see it all the time. In the streets, Darfur, but not in Iraq at any time. We need to be humble and not have a spine. Defeated. Defeated. Let me just say... Uh, Defeated. Let me tell you what you don't deserve. You don't deserve a bunch of name calling. You gotta name this condition. Romnesia. You don't deserve a bunch of mudslinging. What a sketchy deal. You won't get that from my campaign. You might have Romnesia. 
Thank goodness somebody's finally cracking down on Big Bird. Big Bird. Big Bird. Elmo's made a run for the border. You might have a case of Romnesia. Well, Governor, we also have fewer horses and bayonets. If you don't have a record to run on, you make a big election about small things. It's a bunch of binders. Big Bird. Bayonets. A, a game of battleship. Obama is acting like the guy who's behind in this debate. Obama was slashing, was personal, was cutting. At times, sounding almost dismissive. Seriously, this is all the Obama people have the binders. Elmo's got to watch. This is an act of desperation. Every single question, he felt like he couldn't just answer the question. He had to attack his rival. Attacking me is not an agenda. America must lead. And for that to happen, we have to strengthen our economy here at home. You can't have 23 million people struggling to get a job. This is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. Unquiet Radio Show, Hour 3. 3. The Power Hour. No commercials, but of course, I didn't promote Red State Talk Radio yet, so we got to do all this stuff. And this, every time, this list needs to get larger. I uh, just thought about this stuff the other night and I forgot to write it down. Anyway. You can hear us live Sundays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> Unless something goes wrong like tonight where Susan got up late and we had to push the show and we pushed it to 9 p.m. So, you know. He doesn't mean out of bed late. <laughs> up Back the, up the mountain. Up the mountain. So anyway. Well, I don't know about the bedtime. That's a different story. So again, uncooperativeradio.com, uncooperativeradio.com, and there you can download, listen to all our shows, and find all the apps known to man for you to listen to our show in the most convenient way possible. Also, uh, we're broadcast on Red State Talk Radio. You're going to have to go over there and look at the schedule, because every time I do it changes, uh, I'm not complaining, just to be clear. I'm just letting you know. I, I, can't, I haven't been able to keep track of it. And I guess I could have checked before coming on the show, but, you know. I figured you could click on schedule. It's really easy. And and while you're there, pick up the free newsletter. It's good. It's great. You'll love it. And if you don't like it, just unsubscribe. We don't know. You don't tell. You push button, go like hell. That's a little rhyme when I was a kid. <laughs> you racist bastard. Well, I was just about motorcycles. But, uh, and yeah, there was an Indian. It was kind of a stereotypical Indian voice. But, you know, what can I say? It wasn't Indian. It was Oriental. It was Oriental. 
Yes. Maybe. Yes. It's a it long would. time ago. <laughs> it was Oriental. I don't know. It was me no no, me no tell, me push button, go like hell. It's Oriental. And he's talking about the guy's uh, uh, motorcycle. <laughs> me no no, you tell me push button, go like hell. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to do that now. I just did. <laughs> you want to tell him the rest? <laughs> okay. After RedStateTalkRadio.com, which you can listen to on on the phone for free, we have a line you can listen for free of data, free of anything except on your side. If you get charged for phone calls, I don't know what to tell you. But 605-562-4209, 605-562-4209. Again, pen and paper, always with the show. Pen and paper, you never know what you're going to want to write down. Also, you can find us all over the Internet. We're on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, iTunes. TalkShoe, Podbean, I don't even know why I'm on Podbean, but they sent me a little email, and I was like, what's a Podbean? I know. And I go over there, and there it is, it's there. No one's ever listened to it. It's just like sitting in this place on Podbean. No one's even found it. But it's there, it's all over the place, so just do a search, and you'll find wherever you want to Podbean. do it. Anyway, so don't forget to uh, go to our show page on Twitter. Just do go to Twitter, Uncooperative. No, no, it's uh, Facebook. Sorry. Go to Facebook, Uncooperative Radio, and... Uh, like us. Like us, love us, comment, the whole nine yards. I swear we're going to get... We're going to start posting stuff there. Uh, you, it, you just it, have to show me how. Life's crazy. I am not a Facebook person, so... It's simple. You just... It's just like doing a blog. Same thing. Anyway, so, uh, yes... Please do go to the show page, and if you want to follow me personally, that's at Brian Bonner. Spell the name right. Uh, Facebook at Brian Bonner nine zero. At Brian Bonner's for Twitter. Right. Okay. Clarification there, dear. That's what I said. No. I said, but if you want to follow me on Twitter, <laughs> at Brian Bonner. Spell it right. Facebook Brian Bonner nine zero. And Red State has... And, oh, back to Red State. You, we got to do something with this. This is jumping all over the place. Uh, don't forget, Red State Talk Radio is on Roku also. So many ways to listen to the show. So little time. All right. Now that we got all that out of the way, let me explain commercials. I know we pay some. We play some commercials that, are, that make us money. We try and keep it down, provide you with plenty of parodies and such. But, you know, we need to make money, too. So there's like one one or two, a break, maybe. Not even. But we don't get paid for airing it like regular commercials. We only get paid if you use the phone number in the ad to go to find out more. Then we get paid. So please go to the phone number that's in the ad if you're interested in it. Otherwise, if you find it your own way, just jot down the name and do it your own way later. Uh, you'll be you'll be cutting two people out of the loop. You'll cut my show out of making money and the ad people are working with. And we don't want to do that because we want the ad companies to feel like this is a good market for them to work with, which so far they've been they've been happy with us. Because we're capitalists. Damn proud. Yeah, I, I, I'm a free market guy. I, I don't like the word capitalist because it was created by Karl Marx. Okay, so we're not going to be calling ourselves capitalists anymore. I've been saying that for years. Okay. Well, this has never been a capitalist country my whole life, if you want to use the label capitalist for a free market. You've got to be kidding me. This has been an overly controlled market since before I was born. This is from the mirror. 
Yes, over over a pulse deponed. Anybody find out about that Brexit vote yet? I, I didn't hear anything yet, and I, I've been a little busy. But uh, I'm hoping Britain exits the EU because I, I begged them not to, enter, not to enter the EU in the first place. I, uh, that's back when I had time when I was blogging, and I and I caught on to this whole investigative work on the people behind the creation of the EU, and these were all bad players. This was a, this is just a place to centralize power in in Europe that was sold as nothing more than a, a a group of European countries coming together for financial and trade reasons to work as a trade block to compete with the United States of America. That was the lie. I kept trying to say, read the dang thing. It's not just that. It's a government. It's the whole king caboodle. They're going to take you over. Well, despite me and other people's constantly trying to get people to pay attention that this is going to be a very bad thing, they voted to join it. Some of, some of the Europeans didn't. But, uh, you know, all the ones on the, the main continent there, except for Russia did. Yeah, Russia's a European country, if you didn't know that. And I know, it, it's weird, because like half of it's across Russia, across the top of China, and China's Asia, so how come Russia's Europe all the way to the other ocean to ocean? It's kind of interesting. But, <clears throat> so Russia is preparing to test fire a nuclear weapon, nuclear weapon, <laughs> which is so powerful, it could reportedly destroy a whole country in seconds. The Satan II missile is rumored to be the most powerful ever designed and is equipped with stealth technology to help it dodge enemy radar systems this terrifying doomsday weapon is likely to strike fear into the hearts of western military chiefs as current missile defense technology is totally incapable of stopping it its official name is the rs-28 sarmat and it will replace aging soviet r-36m missiles which NATO military experts nicknamed Satan. And it, again... And this is Satan, too. And again, Brian, we're finding out this information from where? Europe. Our own Europe. people? No, Europe, always. In this sense, the Sarmat missile will not only become the R-36M's successor, but also, to some extent, it will determine in which direction nuclear deterrence in the world will develop. The Russian news network... Zvezda reported. Zvezda. That's a. I hate those ones. Uh, the missile is expected to be capable of delivering up to a dozen warheads, allowing to effectively destroy an area the size of Texas or France. The broadcaster continued. Okay, do you see that? Yeah, I know. France, so France and Texas. France will fit in Texas. A whole country will fit in one of our states. Yeah, now the third biggest state, I think. Alaska's the first. Correct. California's the second. Texas is the third. And we're the fourth, I think. Fifth. We're the fifth? We're the fifth. Who else? Who's four? Quick, everybody wants to know, who's four? <laughs> uh, it is expected to have a range of 10,000 kilometers. Uh, that's a little more than... You know, the, the conversion would be a little more than half of that. Uh, allowing Moscow to attack European cities, including London, as well as major cities on America's west and east coast. Boy, am I glad I live here in the Rocky Mountains, the continental divide. About as far away from missiles as you can get. 
But don't worry. Yellowstone's going to blow up and take us all out. <laughs> Russia is said to be planning to test fire the weapon this summer, although it is unclear whether it will be fitted with its full nuclear payload. You're right, hon. We are four. Uh, see? You, you were said right. I was wrong. Alaska's first, Texas is second, California's third, and Montana's fourth. Texas is bigger than California. See, I got that wrong. Yeah, Texas. I thought is California was bigger than Texas. Yeah, Texas is bigger than California. And we're number four. This is in uh, size, not in population. population. No. We are at the bottom of the population scale, which is great. Because too many people, just too, it's just too much. We, ran, we rank 44 on the population scale. There you have it. Who's number 50? Washington, D.C., and then Wyoming's 51. They're counting Washington, D.C. as a state. And Washington, D.C. is not a state. It's not a no. state. We don't have 57 states. We don't even well, have 51. We don't have 51. We have no. 50. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Where, where's this 51st state you come up with? Wyoming is at the bottom. Uh, and I just I just told someone, uh, a friend of mine, Cliff, uh, that I haven't talked to on the internet for a long time. Uh, just weird thing. I sent out a box B message to everybody, and they didn't even know those emails existed because Gmail hid them. And so I had about 100 people going, what's Boxby? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, well, be, Google did it. I didn't know they did it. I thought I got rid of the thousands I had before. I had 5,000 emails. It's just ridiculous. I'm talking about addresses. All right, so uh, this doesn't look good for us because the missiles will then be in active service at some point before 2020. And that means our missile defense will not, will it won't work. So now we got to come up with something else. Except we've got the community organizer in chief, so we're not going to come up with anything. Just so you know, they do not care if Russia gets superiority. He does not care because he's still stupid enough to to think because it was once so a communist socialist. It was really socialist. There's never been a communist state. It never. It's socialism. It never gets to communism. You get the socialism, all the power is centralized, all the money is centralized, over. They're not giving it back to you. They never have in the history. They're not going to do it even in the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen. They will take from you. They will not give it to you. Anyway, someday I'll tell you how I really feel about that, but I think it's time for the dumbass segment. Dumbass Refugee Program. From CNSNews.com. The Obama's administration's surge of Syrian refugee, refugee admissions approved for resettlement in the United States jumped by 37% in April to 451 from 330 the previous month. We cannot be taking this many people in every single day. you got to be kidding me. I know it's monthly, but break it down by day. How are we supposed to assimilate them? Because they don't want to be assimilated, so how are we going to do it? Of those 451, 426 were Sunni Muslims and one was a Christian. Yeah, this is the kind of ratio we get. All these Muslims and a Christian. You get a trickle of Christians, let them all die, Obama doesn't care. Tell me again how he's a Christian. How could he behave the way he does if he's a Christian? How could he leave all the Christians to die at the hands of Islam? How could he do that? 
How can the Not Pope, if he's a Christian. How can the Pope do it? Well, the Pope has no power. He brought in Muslims into the Vatican. Twelve Muslim families and left a brother and sister Twelve. Christian. Twelve can do nothing. <laughs> Twelve families. They can do nothing to the... To, they're outnumbered. Okay, but he didn't bring in any He's Christians. not going to keep bringing any more in, you see. Right, but he's not going to bring in any uh, I don't care. He's evil and the Vatican sucks. Um... Uh, no, I care about what's coming into my country. I, I don't care if the whole Vatican falls apart. I don't care if it crumbles right now and all the art's destroyed. By the way, if Islam ever reaches the Vatican, all that art is gone. Art, knowledge, all of it. Books, gone. Some tomes that were handwritten thousand years ago by monks, wiped out. Just like they did the... Library of Alexandria. If you don't know about the Library of Alexandria, it's it's not your fault. It's the education system's fault. But you have the internet now. You can look it up. All right. So, surge of Syrian refugee admissions. So, we, that's an increase. That's just from one month, the increase. How much is it going to keep increasing? It takes them 18 months. Okay, 18 months. We read, we read all the people have been in refugees who tried or planned to commit attacks on U.S. soil. Refugees. The ones that were, went through the system. It's an incredibly thorough system. It takes a, to 18 months. It's a year and a half. Well, it seems like a year and a half isn't enough, Obama. You blew it. You dropped the ball. You're letting in the terrorists on purpose, aren't you? Yes, you are, because your handlers tell you to. And, oh, and she, he's probably deathly afraid of the little Iranian. Oh, all right. Um, according to the State Department Refugee Processing Center data, the remaining 24 comprise nine Shia Muslims, five other Muslims, and 10 Yazidis. The first 10 days of May have brought, you know, it should be 100% Christian. Why would you even intentionally bring a Muslim into this country? I'm sorry. All you people that are just feeling, listening with your heart. And, well, you got to feel for them. They're, what's going to happen to them if we don't let them come here? You should be worried what's going to happen to you because they come here. Economically, by the way, bringing in all these poor Muslims that can't, aren't even, by the way, they can't even literally, they can't read their own language. They cannot even read the Quran. We're bringing them over here. What are they going to do here? They're not going to learn English. It's not going to happen. They're living on welfare. That's what's happening. Well, we reported on that already. The first 10 days of May have brought a further 99 emissions, all Sunnis. President Caesar Brooks Obamanis last false pledged to admit 10,000 Syrian refugees in the fiscal year 2016. After a slow start four months into fiscal year 2016, only 841 had been admitted. Yay, good, good, good. Less, less is good. Less is good. Shut up. The State Department set up a special refugee resettlement surge center in Imam, Jordan, in February. With processing times reduced from approximately 18 to 24 months to just three months. I just heard him say 18 months just today. Eight. 18 months, uh-uh, uh-uh, lies. 18 to 24 months is what it used to be. Now it's just three months because it's more vigorous. That's why it's, it takes less time because it's more vigorous. It's very thorough. <laughs> I liked how you said that word. 
What word? Thorough. Thorough. It's so thorough. <laughs> <laughs> the pace du- duly picked up with a total of 114 Syrian refugee admissions in February, climbing to 330 in March and 451 in April. The proportion of Christians among the admissions has not increased, however, with the exception of October, when four were admitted. And they've killed hundreds already. At least maybe thousands. <coughs> Excuse me. You know how I love, like you're saying, he's a liar? He's a bull-faced, double-faced, two-faced liar. He's he- not lying because he really knows nothing. He, that's why no one can tell he's lying. He doesn't know he's lying. Okay. He's just reading from a teleprompter. It means the words he mean nothing to him. He said on the day of National Day of Prayer that we are a nation of Christians. One of his speeches, he did say that. But I guess he doesn't mean oh, no, he, no, he no. means other Christians. Oh, no, no, no. You better us. read that speech because there had there is a but there. Well, I know Always. there's a but there. He but hates yeah. America. No, 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 no. Oh, you, you're taking something out of context. You must read the whole, all the words surrounding it. Because he didn't say that. I guarantee you he didn't say that. It's not his, that's not the message his people would have written on his teleprompter. Why, in all that is holy, are all of these Christian nations taking in Muslims? I just don't get it. Social diversity, politically correctness, knee-jerk liberalism. Which is really progressivism, and they don't even, the people that call themselves liberals don't even know. And you can't be for liberty and also be for a crushing burden on the national government and on the people, future people, the children and grandchildren of this country. If you're for all this socialist nonsense, because your heart, oh, we got to take care of the old, the sick, the dying. First of all, Social Security isn't an entitlement. Although we always lump it in with the autonomous because it is a social program. And that way it is just like the other ones. That's why it's called Social Security. And it needs to go. It needs to be. It Look, there are people close to retirement. They need to get their retirement. Everybody else needs to get off of it. And start putting money into your own retirement account. I highly recommend you diversify with silver and gold. Physical silver and gold. And preferably coins and or rounds if you get if you get the ingots the government tracks that gold bullion gets tracked so coins don't heads up you don't want the government to know you have it because historically they come for it and and confiscate it they've done that in this country already um Each fiscal year has seen just one Christian included among the Syrian refugees entering the USA, SFA, of Monday. The total number of admissions over that period is 1,835. Of them, 10.5% are Christians. Millions of Syrians of all faiths and none have fled their homeland since the Civil War began in the spring of 2011. Of all faiths, and none have fled their homeland since but we're taking in Syrian refugees. If none of them is fle- if none of them are fleeing, who the hell are they? Then they're not Syrian refugees. They're refugees from somewhere else. Whether escaping from the Alawite Assad regime and its Shiite backers, the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, 
ISIS slash ISIL. I will not use ISIL. Or other Sunni Islamist groups among the opposition, or more generally from the violence and deprivation. Which is Islam. Did they convert? If they didn't convert, they're lying to you. They're coming here to cause trouble. That's their job. They're Muslims. Violence and deprivation is the atmosphere that Muslims live in. It's the promised way you're supposed to live under the evilness, Lucifer religion of Islam. Everywhere they go, violence and deprivation. They bring it with them. It's just all part and parcel of silent jihad. Uh, They include Sunni, Shia, Christians, Alawites, Yazidis, Zoroastrians, Baha'i, atheists, and others. The closest thing I have to a religious uh, label for me is Zoroastrian. You should look that up. Uh, Basically, it, it teaches all the same teachings of Jesus Christ. Just telling you. I have a theory that I haven't been able to prove that when he went missing for those years, he was actually studying with the Zoroastrians. And that's why his message mimics the Zoroastrians who've been around longer than Jesus Christ was alive at that point. So just saying Uh, some of the at least some of the roots of Christianity can be found in Zoroastrianism. So Christians should take a look at it just to see what I'm talking about for historical sense. Uh, so, I don't know what a Baha'i is. Atheists, we know that. Those are the idiots. And others. People that believe in nothing are the biggest idiots on the planet. You have to believe in something. Come on. Who created this? Science has not be able, been able to prove God did not create the universe. They have failed. Every time they've tried, they failed. Usually, ending up with converts to Christianity. I'm just telling you the facts of news that I have lived through. Still, the proportion of Christians among the refugees admitted into the U.S. since the conflict began, 1.5% or 58 of the total 3,708 as of Monday, is significantly smaller than the proportion of Christians in Syrian population, an estimated 10% in 2011, according to the CIA World Factbook. I love that. I used to go there all the time. Uh, Well, that's because he's trying to... Look, they try and change the face of America by bringing a lot of brown people in here. That's one of the movements. The other ones make sure they're poor and socialist in nature. And check, that's how our immigrants have been. They're trying to destroy American rugged individualism. Individualism in general they don't want. That's why constitutionalists and sovereign citizens scares the crap out of them. That's the opposite way. We're supposed to be brainwashed already. We're supposed to be embracing Islam and Muslim. No, but we're not because we're not idiots. We're not you. Just because words come out of your mouth, we don't believe them. By the way, how can you tell when a politician's lying? When his lips move, right? That's definitely Obama. Now, he might not even know he's lying, but he's, he's just he's repeating other people's lies. Anyway, as the proportion of Sunnis among the Syrian refugees admitted into the U.S. over that period, 94.2% or 3,493 of the total 3,708 is considerably larger than the proportion of Sunnis 
in the total population. If I'm not wrong, is it Sunni? Is it that ISIS? Aren't they Sunni? Caliphate Sunni? Yeah, I think it is. So they're bringing in the largest ever Sunni, which seems to be the most violent group of Muslims into our population. Isn't that great? I estimated 74% in 2011, as reported earlier. Many Christians who leave Syria do not register with the UN, Refugee Agency, UNHCR, for fear of their safety in UN refugee camps. Because UNHCR referral plays an important part in the early stage of U.S. refugee applications. Christians may therefore be inadvertently disadvantaged. Because of this, some Republican lawmakers and governors have called for Christians and other religious minorities to be prioritized in U.S. refugee emissions. Senator Tom Cotton, Republican Arkansas, introduced legislation last month that would enable Syrian minorities to bypass the U.N. and apply directly to the U.S. resettlement program. Administration officials have rejected calls for Christians to be prioritized. In March, Secretary of State John Kerry Lurch announced in response to a legislative requirement that atrocities carried out by ISIS against Christians and other minorities in the areas it controls constitutes genocide. Now, we are just plain dumbasses if you keep touchy-feely loving the Muslims and thinking they're just misunderstood. It's a religion like any other. No, it's not. There's not a religion like it. It is pure evil. Followers of Islam must do evil or they're not Muslims. And this is just plain dumbass. From Fox News. An online gun auction website yanked George Zimmerman's ad to sell the pistol he used to kill unarmed black teenager Trayvon Martin, saying it wanted no part in the deal, but a second site offered to post it. A listing for the weapon was removed from the gumbroker.com site Thursday morning, minutes after the auction was to begin, as negative traffic about the sale exploded online. In a statement posted on its website, gunbroker.com said listings are user-generated and that the company reserved the right to reject listings at its discretion. Zimmerman never contacted anyone at the site and no one there has any relationship with Zimmerman, the company wrote in its statement. It added, we want no part in the listing on our website or in any of the publicly publicity it is receiving. Hours later, United Gun Group tweeted that it would post Zimmerman's ad. The new link was posted along with the statement from Zimmerman. However, the site apparently went down a few minutes later. The site calls itself a social marketplace for the firearms community. Critics called the planned auction an insensitive move to profit from uh, the slaying. Nobody was slayed. He was killed in self-defense. Slayed. Zimmerman had told Orlando, Florida... TV station WFL that the pistol was returned to him by the U.S. Justice Department, which took it after he was acquitted in Martin's 2012 shooting death. The auction for the 9mm Keltec PF9 pistol was to begin at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time Thursday at an end 24 hours later. Zimmerman's listing said a portion of the proceeds would go toward fighting what Zimmerman calls violence by the Black Lives Matter movement 
against law enforcement officers. Combating anti-gun rhetoric of Democrat presidential candidate Hitlery Rotten Clinton. And ending the career of State Attorney Angela Corey, who led Zimmerman's prosecution. The list ended with a Latin phrase that translates as, If you want peace, prepare for war. Zimmerman, now 32, has said he was defending himself when he, he killed Martin, 17, in a gated community near Orlando. Martin, who lived in Miami with his mother, was visiting his father at the time. Zimmerman, who identifies as Hispanic, was acquitted in Martin's February 2012 shooting death. The case sparked protest and a national debate about race relations. The Justice Department later decided not to prosecute Zimmerman on civil rights charges. Lucy McBath, the mother of another black teenager shot by a white man during an argument at a Jacksonville convenience store in 2012, said the auction reflected a deplorable lack of value for human life. It's a gun. Get over it. I am deeply disappointed that the man who killed Trayvon Martin is trying to sell the very gun he used to cut that precious life short to raise money, McBath said in a written statement. Well, you know, maybe he's a capitalist. The slaying of her son, it wasn't a slaying. It was killing in self-defense. He was a piece of crap. He was a criminal. He brought a fist to a gunfight, and now he's dead, and good riddance to bad rubbish, even if it was Obama's son. That would look like my son. Well, then your son would end up dead. The slaying of her son, it's not slaying. 17-year-old Jordan Davis by Michael Dunn drew parallels at the time to the Zimmerman Martin case. Dunn told police he had felt threatened by Davis. Unlike Zimmerman, Dunn was convicted of murder. I know nothing about the Dunn case. And I don't know why he was convicted of murder. I know nothing about it. So I don't know what's wrong with her Jordan Davis son there. But uh, something tells me he brought a fist to a gunfight too. You know, in the ghetto, you, you got to be real careful with your attitudes and who you pick, who you pick to screw around with. Traveling outside his normal his normal area of comfort, he got himself into a conflict o- over him being someplace he didn't belong. It's a gated community; he doesn't live there. Why is he there? When confronted, he became violent and attacked. Zimmerman was on the ground and he was getting pounded. That's the worst place to be on the ground. And he he grabbed his gun and he shot him. I'm glad he was able to get at his gun or he'd be dead thanks to Trayvon Martin. And we can have another reason. uh, Well, he's going to go from welfare to prison, so we pay for him either way. But because he didn't go to prison, he ended up dead. It doesn't cost us anything. (laughs) Ha ha. Yes, I am that cold. I really am. I spent nine... No, seven years at the ghettos of New York City. I have I have no real love loss with pieces like this. I know them. I, I I've been around them all the time. He's a crook. He's a criminal, and he was there. Uh, he was up to no good. Oh, I was going under the eaves of the house because it was raining. Horse crap. He was he was checking. Casing he was houses. casing the houses, oh. trying to see what was in it, anything of value, who's home, who's not home. Yeah, he was casing. Places and they have been ripped off how many times pet in previously? It's been burglarized numerous times. That's why they had, well, uh, guard. What do they call that? Uh, watch, watch neighborhood watch. 
He was the captain of the neighborhood watch, and he was on his tour when Trayvon pulled his nonsense. Anybody else would have just turned around and said, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of cutting through here so I can get go home over there. And then, be, okay, well, go ahead. But not the... You know, you don't get to walk around looking in people's windows and say you're not you're not up to no good. Oh, and he had a I forget what did he have a Slurpee and some M and M's or something. I forget what the stupid thing was. He had neither of those things. Whatever it was he was supposed to have, he didn't even have those. First of all, if he did, he would he would have threw him up and he couldn't beat him up carrying anything. Now, could he? Everybody that was involved in this lied, except for Zimmerman and his. Well, we don't know what Zimmerman uh, whether Zimmerman lied or not. It's irrelevant. He was defending himself, and that was obvious. He should never have been indicted. He should never have gone to trial. And they weren't going to. Rightly so, the police was not going to charge him. It was clear self-defense. All you deniers out there can keep drinking the Kool-Aid all you want. Oh, he got in trouble later on, too. Oh, yeah, you don't think people have it out for him? Cops, too? Yeah. Maybe harassing him, pulling him over? Think, think. He's not the bad guy. He was an honest citizen. He was trying to do his job. He was protecting his neighborhood when this punk attacked him. That's the end of the conversation. Right there, he deserves to get whatever. Whether I'm better with my hands, I use a knife or a gun, that's up to me. It's called melee. I choose my weapons. Erdem, what is this? Dumbass turkey. Oh, goodness, yes. Oh. Istanbul. Remember Istanbul? Constantinople? Used to be Constantinople. Turkey used to be Christian. There's a whole that whole area was Christian until the Muzzies came in and took it over. And that's when they changed the names. Constantinople is Istanbul. Now, when it was Constantinople, it was a it was a booming trade place of trade. Istanbul, not so much. Why? Muslims. <laughs> I know, right? Hold on a minute. Um, Why didn't I get that? I don't know what you're looking for. I'm looking for the rest of the story. There's a rest of it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I can only read what's here. Okay. When asked about the Bowerman case, no. Did you not copy the beginning? What's a Bowerman case? What is it? I don't know. Well, go to your links and find out. Because I, I, I can't read it now. I know, you can't. <laughs> and there's nothing else to read. <laughs> I, know. I told you you didn't have enough. I do have enough. I just have to get this. No, to you me. really don't. I don't One article it. is not enough. Johan, you, you only got five and ten minutes. That's all you got. Uh, last time I, I got... You got ten minutes. Fifteen. No, you don't. 16, I gotta stop at the minute. 17, seventeen actually. You you stop at fifty five. What's thirty seven from fifty five? Oh, are we doing math all the time now? Oh well when it's necessary. That's <laughs> all you've been doing is math. Stop it. <laughs> well, how else are you gonna come to the conclusions without math? <laughs> you you have a bachelor's degree in science, you should have no problem with math. I'm like stupid girl. Yeah. Well, you went to the indoctrination centers and got your bullcrap disease <laughs> degree. Well, you know, just because I, I can't say the S word. I'm allowed crap. You are allowed crap. <laughs> um, I mean, I could say it, but I don't like, I don't like to say it. I try not to. 
Well, you know what it I... It might happen if I'm really angry. I did want to comment on that last dumbass thing because I just thought the whole... Everyone going crazy about him selling his gun is like... It's his gun. Why shouldn't he sell it? I I just didn't get that when I was reading it. I'm like, what the heck? I don't understand. Why I like he's going to use it to go after the people that went well, after for, him. Yeah. That's perfect. No, didn't he say that he was going to go after the the cops? The people that perse- persecuted him, that's what he wanted, including the attorney general. He's all the people that decided he had, had to go to trial no matter what and tried to railroad him in the trial. He's going to take that money. Part of it is going to go to get rid of those people, to oust them from office, as they should be. They're political hacks. That wasn't judicial. That wasn't justice. That wasn't the law. That was the rule of man, not the rule of law. He broke no law. Trayvon Martin broke many a law, including assault and battery. I don't care if you like him. I don't care if he's slimy. I don't care if he's a white Hispanic. I don't care what you think about him personally. Because you don't know him. You only know what the papers tell you about him. You don't know anything about him. You think they tell you the truth? They're trying to vis they were trying to eviscerate him. They were trying to make a make an example of him. That how you know white people you you dare kill black people. Doesn't matter. Let him kill you. Better you die than kill a black man. Okay, this is the story. Yeah, I'll take my chance in court. This is pretty funny. So here's the beginning of and the story. And that's saying a lot, actually. Right there. This is dumbass turkey. And that's what... Um, what does it say at the top? You're not at the top yet. You're doing it again. Yeah. No, I'm at the top. There it is. Right there. There's the top. The title is the top. The German manager of a burger bar in Cologne will start selling Erdogan burgers again, despite closing for three days because of threats he told the BBC. That was actually a caption under, I get what is that supposed to be? Just a picture? No video? Good. <laughs> a picture of a burger with a giant hunk of white cheese on it. It's a really tiny burger. The cheese is as thick as the burger. I know. It's not tiny. It's a regular sized burger, but I mean, it's a, it's on those stupid little buns. But anyway, uh, Jorgen Tinman. Jorg Tinman said his urban burgery. Sold the burgers garnished with goat cheese as a satirical answer to Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. He has now installed security cameras. Mr. Erdogan reacted angrily when a German comic poked fun at him in a poem referring to sex with goats and sheep. Jan Bauman was given police protection after reading his obscene poem on German TV. The Turkish president filed a criminal complaint against the comic in a case that prompted a heated debate in Germany over freedom of speech. There's no freedom of speech in Europe. They have hate speech laws. Right. German prosecutors are investigating whether he broke a law against insulting foreign leaders. They have a law against insulting foreign leaders, really. (laughs) I know, that's what I said And you want to live like you're in Europe. Oh, wow, you're a good little cog, aren't you? That's little lemming boy. That's what I was thinking of. And the other thing I was thinking is that's why they put that um, in the, um, what do you call it? The uh, constitution for the judicial, one of the powers is if somebody from another foreign, I just read it tonight, a foreigner goes against us, one of our citizens, then the federal judge gets involved. I don't, I don't remember the exact wording of it. 
that it's it's really a strange article if you're not careful. And most people don't it, it don't is, read it. They it don't is. read it right at all. Look, all lawyers stop at the first, uh, well, up to a comma, first segment of a sentence. That's it. And they say, oh, that's it. Everything's they can do everything. The Supreme Court can do everything. No, it's saying it's saying they they can do it if they have the jurisdiction. They are the appellate, the absolute appellate, et cetera, et cetera. If they have jurisdiction, the jurisdiction comes with Article 3, Section 2. Okay, so Section 2 with the last paragraph says, and between a state or the citizens thereof and foreign states' citizens or subjects. There you go. And that would go here. That would be That would be a federal. We're probably talking about a federal federal lawsuit, not a criminal. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're probably, we're, that would probably be a lawsuit. From a foreign we, person right. or government. And we, they got rid of the one where uh, a citizen of one state can sue another state, blah, blah, blah. Uh, someone actually did that after the after the Civil War. Was, don't know, after the after the Revolutionary War. Uh, Georgia owed this guy money for stuff he sold them during the war, but he was a Southerner, part of the the losers of the fight, so they said they didn't owe him anything because the, there's no longer a country from which you, you have currency. Well, the courts disagreed, and uh, rightly so, and they had to pay him. But the states got so pissed off that the courts did that that they amended it and took it out. That quick. I mean, boom. That's it. And they reacted immediately to the Supreme Court's decision uh, and said, okay, great. That's how you want it. Just take the power away from you. And that's, that's how, how it's supposed to, to work. <laughs> yes. By and they did it by amending the Constitution. Anyway, anyway. I read a lot. Right? No, you didn't. This is new. The urban burglary was reopening on Wednesday. Mister Tiemen told the BBC, "Its Erdogan burgers were by far the most popular item on the menu." accounting for 75% of the outlet's turnover, he added. He described it as a classic hamburger meat or vegetarian with a thick slice of goat's cheese. We sell it for as long as people want it or until Erdogan ends his policy, he said. When asked about, she's very bad, page turner. <laughs> when asked about the Bowerman case. There, now you can go back. Mr. Tiemann said his own protest was more a marked solidarity with two Turkish journalists at the daily hmm, come here yet, come here yet, <laughs> who were jailed on 6th of May. It's It almost looks like come hurry jet. <laughs> it says come hurry yet. yet. I know. It sounds like it's three words. Come hurry yet. Erdem <laughs> <clears throat> Ghoul. Received five years and can Dondar five years and ten months after come here yet reported that Turkey had tried to ship arms to rebels fighting the the German manager of a burger bar in Cologne will start selling Erdogan burgers again despite closing for three days because of threats he told the BBC. Jorg Terman said his Urban Burgery sold the burgers garnished with goat cheese as a satirical answer to Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. He has now installed I security cameras. Yes, you did. <laughs> I did. Okay. Uh, I messed this one up. Yeah, you sure did. 
Okay. We go down a little more. Yeah. And, uh, our Turkish president filed a criminal complaint against the comic With in a case that prompted a heated debate in Germany over freedom of speech. German prosecutors are investigating whether he broke the law against insulting foreign leaders. Okay, right here, Syrian government. Okay, it's. I think we're down for that, though. But we'll sell it for as long as people want to eat it or yeah, until Erdogan ends his policy. Syrian government. <laughs> That's not supposed to stop. You still cut things out. So you need to slow down. <laughs> I did not no know No excuse that- for this, none. I didn't know that Turkey had Islam's, Islamist roots. That's one of the things. It doesn't I have about. Islamist roots. It was taken over by Muslims. It has Christian roots, not Muslim. Yeah, I was confused. I thought it was a lot of secular. Christianity was around before Islam. That should clue you in. That whole area was part of Christendom. Well, that's important for people to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to learn it in school, that's for sure. Nope. Uh, again, we have the internet. I have educated myself far beyond any education I could have paid for on the internet already, and I'm not even done. I will never stop learning. Mr. Erdogan's Islamist rooted AK party government has drawn international criticism for cracking down on dissent. Turkey has backtracked on freedom of speech and judicial independence, EU officials and human rights activists say. Mr. Timon said the threats targeting the urban burglary were mostly commentaries on Facebook. People threatened to send the gray wolves to our restaurant. Okay, what are the gray wolves? I don't know. You should have looked that up. It's right there. <laughs> then why did you ask? Because <laughs> I've never. We don't hear funny. about this it's stuff. I was just about to read it. It didn't need commentary. We never hear about this. So they're still not hearing about it because you're interrupting me. The Grey Wolves are a Turkish nationalist group dating back to the 1960s, accused of multiple murders of leftists and liberals. Okay, you're gonna have wow, to explain that. Wow, I don't that. know about leftists. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know about. Uh, I don't know about Turkish. I don't know. I Turkish. don't. Yeah, that because that's what I was thinking when I read this too. I'm like, wait, wait. But it says leftists and liberals, so it seems to be saying right along right the way we do it. Leftists are liberals, right? Well, leftists and liberals. So they're obviously conservative. And it's a nationalist group. Oh my God, every Prague is crying. Nationalism. That was the Nazis. Yeah, that's the only type of nationalism that exists. We had nationalism when the Nazis had nationalism, and we weren't Nazis. It's good to like to think of your country first, because you think about your family first. Not everybody else. It's nice to help people when you can, but it's not the government's job anyway. But even so, if they want to act like it's their job, they could be more discreet in how they spend our money. Even if you agree that that's how it should be spent, which is unconstitutional, so you'd be wrong. You're right. It is nationalist. I know. It says so right there, Turkish nationalist group. Mr. Temin said German national security agents had visited the urban burglary on Tuesday, and he now had eight 24-hour surveillance cameras. Three Turkish workers left his business after the threats were made, he told the BBC. But, quote-unquote, friends helped out with that staffing problem. Good for him. Stand up. Erdogan Burgers. (laughs) Have someone outside. Get your Erdogan Burgers. (coughs) I'd probably have a full-size cardboard cutout of him out there holding one of the burgers. Holy crap. 
says the Grey Wolves was a <coughs> Turkish ultra-nationalist neo-fascist youth organization. It is the unofficial militant arm of the National Movement Party. According to Turkish authorities, the organization carried out 694 murders between 1974 and 1980. So the, this is what our uh, weather underground people wanted to be. But they were too lame. Look, uh, I'm, Germany and nationalism, obviously scary. Ultra-nationalism, very scary. That doesn't sound like a conservative group to me. It's, it's no. like a not, neo-Nazi group. Right, exactly. But who's labeling them? Right. Now, I, I'm not going to... They're labeling them that. I don't know anything about it. I'd have to really do a lot of research into it because you can't just take someone's opinion on what the group is. Nothing to do with Nazis or white supremacy or any of that stuff. It might just be Germany first. Nothing wrong with that. Turkey first. Oh, well, this is Turkey first, yeah. Turkey first sounds like we're gonna have we're gonna have Thanksgiving. <laughs> Turkey first, then pumpkin pie. Well, no, but I'm glad that you brought up uh, about um, Christian Christianity being over there first. Christendom again, Christianity far, far back out goes. Let's see how many five five centuries worth. So Christianity was around. Well, 500 years before, 1,000, 5,000, 5,000 years, right? 500? I'm, I'm having a, a total brain seize here. I, get, I, I just can't figure this out. Before Islam. Is that what you're trying to say? What? Christianity was before Islam. Yeah, but it was 1, one AD. That's, uh, that's when Jesus was born. So... 500 years, 600 years later is when Muhammad created Islam. Yet Islam claims to be the first and only true religion. Yet Judaism and Christianity predate it. So there's your Muslim logic for you. They're the first religion, even though, even though they weren't even close. Uh, I think, uh, I forget how many, by that time, I think, what is it, 3,000 3, years? Oh, and this is a load of... Judaism bull. was 3,000 years old by that time. This is a load of crap. you got to be careful when you go on the internet, right, Brian? Because this <laughs> of course is called allaboutreligion.org. It says the origin of Islam can be traced back to 7th century Saudi Arabia. Islam is thus the youngest of the great world's religions. The youngest, not oldest. Okay. And a great world's religion? Yeah. If you want a great evil, if you want to call it great, then it's great evil, sure. The Prophet Muhammad introduced Islam in 610 A.D. Right. That's 610 years after the birth of Christ. Judaism was about 3,000 years old then, I think. So, there you have it. And it is not an Abrahamic religion. In any way, shape, or form. They can say, oh, but, you know, we think it came from the, the handmaiden, from the son of Abraham, even if that was true, <laughs> even if that was true, it doesn't make it an Abrahamic religion. They don't worship the same God. To be an Abrahamic religion, you have to worship the one and only true God, as Christians and Jews do. If you're if you're worshiping some idiot Allah, uh, that doesn't count. That's not Abrahamic. You're, it's a whole different God. 
It's not even a, a fallen angel, probably call of gods. It's probably what the, the Norse mythos was about, fallen angel. Uh, I, I, have, I have a whole thesis on that, but I need I need to work on that more, and I don't have any time. I'm too busy with politics and trying to save this country from, well, utter, utter running aground on the reefs, breaking up, sinking into the water, the surf pounding us. With that, we have to go. This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening on CooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.